0: They gave her a magic lobotomy. Hey there, all you fine fellows! You're listening to Radio D&D. I'm James Landoff, the Dungeon Master, aka Mr. Mayor.
1: Hi, I'm Stephanie,
2: and I play Lux.
0: Hi, I'm Mike, and I play Marcus.
2: I'm Casey, and I play B.
0: I'm Ethan, and I play Zephyr. Now, roll that recap. Hey there, all you fine fellows. You're listening to 98.3 The Drop. To celebrate Bee's sweet 33rd birthday, her dad, Bert, brought her to Zippo Hippos, an arcade complete with tickets, prizes, and creepy animatronics. Having been invited by her dad, Bee's friends joined in. And though the place was heavily geared towards children, the Lonely Hearts had fun playing games and winning tickets. Surprisingly enough, B's artificer rival, Augustus, attended the party, though he did not keep his judgment to himself. After presents were opened, the animatronics began their show. Augustus mentioned how they were repurposed warforged, and that some have a trigger phrase that prompts aggression. Upon uttering the phrase, the animatronics switched into combat mode and the Lonely Hearts sprung into action. Defeating them with relative ease, Bert realized Bee and her friends were very capable in combat. Perhaps a little too capable in combat. After a heart-to-heart with her dad, Bee told him she was a blade, and despite his worry for her safety, he accepted her decision. That night, Bee had the next round in the Battle Bots tournament, of which she was victorious, taking one step closer to the finals. Last we left off, you guys had just come back from the Robot Fighting Tournament, where B B was announced the victor. After going to your respective houses, it is midnight, or past midnight at this point, but if you guys didn't get a long rest, you can refresh your HP, spell slots, abilities, etc. And Early morning, uh, Lux. You get a letter.
1: Oh, like a, like in the mail, or just like, like slipped under my door.
0: Like in the in the mail.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. You see that it is from Theo, and upon opening it up, uh, it almost looks like uh, it's it's very fine. It's like a it's got like fine calligraphy and cursive on it, and it says you're invited. Uh, it basically looks like a wedding invitation, but for someone's birthday, and you oh. see that it's from Theo.
2: Oh, very
1: fancy. Mm. Uh, yeah, I. It's when is the birthday party?
0: So it's not today, but it's tomorrow.
1: Oh my gosh! Late notice.
0: Yeah, it um, seems the, the mail was a little backed up.
1: You know always mm-hmm. something isn't it yeah. uh yeah i'll um i'll put it on my fridge and uh is zephyr there
0: yeah sure he was there
1: she would just uh go to wherever he's sitting uh and just like before she puts it on the fridge like wave the invite in front of him and be like uh party tomorrow night another one yeah i, I can
0: go twice twice in the same week.
1: Uh, this one's going to be a little bit fancier than bees, I think.
0: Alright. As long as they don't have to fight another warforge.
1: Please, uh, contain your excitement. Yeah, this is for an old friend of mine. Um, Theo. He's it, it says 150th birthday, right?
0: oh yeah, Uh, but you you would know that this is probably his 4th or 5th, 150th birthday
1: um (laughs) it's gotta be like the 4th or 5th anniversary of his 150th anniversary or birthday, so you know I played for him at one of his restaurant openings at the Silver Bullet Speakeasy so
0: oh, those are still around the, what? Restaurants? Speakeasies.
1: No, it's not like a...
2: They had speakeasies when...
0: Yeah, most definitely. Because that was like oh, during Prohibition, right? Oh, I yeah. guess
1: so. When you were like a, a kid. Um, I can yeah, imagine just...
0: Zephyr, Zephyr was one of the cool cops that ever ratted on the speakeasies. Oh
1: my gosh. Um, yeah Lux will just like nod um, but it's not really the same sort of thing it's just kind of like there's a you know like a fake business in the front and you just have to like you have to go use the password or whatever it's it's very like um
0: very cool
1: it's kind of retro though
0: why are they speakeasies
1: well it's just like a it's like a nostalgic thing
0: is this a scam this feels like a scam
1: why would it be a scam? I don't.
0: It feels like a scam.
1: I promise you it's not a scam. I go there all the time. And Theo's my friend. Okay. You'll like him. He's really nice. But, uh, I'll have to get you a suit or something. Maybe something a little bit more modern. Party. Tomorrow night. You and me. I'll see if I can get Marcus and B to come too and halo
0: does
1: it say on the invite if do i have like a plus one or something or does it just does it not
0: state it doesn't say plus one it says like bring guests oh okay yeah so you you could conclude that they'd be invited too we're gonna bring so many guests
1: (laughs) i'm gonna bring the whole fucking party um and by that i mean my party Mm
0: Yeah, so I imagine that maybe Zephyr starts his mornings like watching the news. Yep, enjoying the blessings of color television. So um, while you're flipping through the channels, uh, you will actually see that later today there is a documentary on the serial killer Speechless. I will definitely tune into that. Yep, Yeah, uh, it's... it's- it's uh, titled, uh, well, what time would you have gotten up? Uh, you'd probably wake up, probably do, like, the old person thing and, like, wake up, like, exactly at 6 o'clock and make coffee. Okay, oh so you have, you have plenty of time to, like, watch this. Uh, it, it starts at, like, 10 or 11-ish. Uh, and the, the documentary is uh, entitled Left Speechless. Uh, that's crummy. I like it. <laughs> so, uh, what exactly does it say about her? Uh, I mean, it hasn't hasn't started playing yet. If you wanted oh, to wait, watch said, it as a as a group, okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess I'll mark that. What what time? Okay, so it's okay, so it's, so it's playing at ten or eleven, right? Yeah, yeah. So you have plenty of time. All right, all right. Yeah, I guess I'll I'll. Mark that and let the group know. Attention all lonely hearts out there. I absolutely might interest you. Do tell, do tell.
2: Lux picks up the bedroom and turns over and is like, what? B picks it up and is like, hello?
0: Well, I was monitoring the television and I noticed that they're going to be playing a documentary on Speechless at 11 o'clock.
2: What time is it now?
0: Uh, (laughs) 6.02 in the morning.
2: That is disgusting.
0: Great. I'll see you in four and a half hours.
2: Denver, <laughs> why are you awake? Why aren't you? Ugh. I'm yeah. gonna... I'll see you there. Wait, where is it? At my house. At my At your house. Place. At my apartment. Okay, okay. I'll, I'm gonna bring pillows to sleep there, too. Okay. okay. All I'll
0: right. see you. Oh. Okay. Oh, Marcus, Marcus, when you come over, could you bring some more red thread? I ran out. Yep, yeah, no liberal. Perfect. Thank you.
3: Lux
1: stays on the line for a moment, and she's like, "You can't, you can't set that up in here, the conspiracy theory board."
0: What do you think I've been doing since I woke up?
3: You've been awake for two minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, assuming you all head over to to Lux's place, you sit yourselves down uh, in her living room, uh, getting various snacks, I assume, ready
1: some cheetos i hope wait it's breakfast time did uh lux would have asked would have used the radio stone to tell b to go to wawa
2: you know for like a sizzly oh yes 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 get the hazelnut hazelnut. coffee. oh but the (laughs) the ice and the hazelnut coffee, the ice hazelnut coffees will
0: melt Mm -hmm. assuming you guys get your your snack situation figured out yeah, you all sit down in front of the, the television as it's about to start. The documentary starts playing and it's like those typical documentaries where they get actors to play the original people and then they have them actually speak on the, the documentary themselves. So it starts out describing Beatrice's early life. Her actual name is Layla. And yeah, you you guys hear the the speaker of the show. Layla spent the majority of her childhood in an orphanage, never knowing her parents. She developed arcane abilities early in her life and was admitted to Penelope's preparatory school for the magically gifted. Though she showed signs and great potential as a spellcaster, Penelope worried about her unusual method of casting spells as Layla would often do so without speaking. Yeah, we, we get an image of the school. It's this very like Victorian uh, style building uh, with like these wrought iron fences that, that have like curves and twists. Uh, and we, we see inside the, the classroom as a classes in session. Uh, we see like all of the, the kid actors inside. And as Penelope is teaching, we see a box out of the corner get thrown at the whiteboard. We, we see on the screen, it says, like, student of Penelope's preparatory school, Justin. And, yeah, he, he starts speaking. I remember one, one time when this box went flying across the room, right as Penelope asked Layla a question. Of course, no one else was talking in the room, so we assumed it must have been Layla. The announcer continues... Most notably was the death of the class hamster, Muffin. While the majority of the children were in recess, a student named Percy went inside to fetch a ball. However, he found Layla standing next to the hamster's cage. And then on the screen, we actually see uh, the real Penelope, uh, the headmaster of the school. It was truly awful having to explain to the children what had happened. A child doing something so cruel, I can't stand to think about it. The speaker continues. After the incident, it was decided Layla's ability to practice magic would be taken away for the safety of herself and those around her. However, the following day, Layla was nowhere to be found. Over several decades later, a series of seemingly random murders occurred, all committed by the killer that would become known as Speechless. On the screen, we will see a rather larger gentleman, and it says, William J. Burns, private investigator. It was a very odd scene left by him speechless. The victim would remain almost in pristine condition. Any attempts to revive them failed, as well as any attempts to be made contact with the spirit. The speaker continues. In the protection of the victim's families, William was unable to provide what linked these victims. After her trial, Layla refused to speak, leaving her attorney without much help for her case. She was found guilty of murder in addition to her sentence of a life in prison. Speechless had her ability to cast spells taken away. The documentary continues on for some time, but that is the overall gist of of what happened. So the documentary said that she did have her abilities removed? It did, yes. Curious. Did they say how that was possible? Did not go into detail about that. Would a history check kind of tell us how that might be possible as far as from an unplanishment point of view? It would be an arcana check. Yeah. Does anybody who has a good arcana score want to try it?
2: I have plus six for arcana.
0: And if anyone has guidance (laughs) or anything like that?
2: He has guidance. (laughs) Yeah, I gotta give myself Be, guidance.
0: It's all on you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> all right. Give well, yourself I really... guidance and flash of genius, and let's figure this shit out. Well, it's eleven fifteen, and wait, was the night before the robot fight?
0: It it sure was. Sweet.
2: Well, it's eleven fifteen, and I'm really tired, and I really don't want to mess this up. So I'm gonna tell myself to do a good job and drink this coffee, and then she drinks the coffee and gives herself guidance. Mm-hmm. I believe in you, B.
0: 13, 17. Okay, 17 is enough. So you remember Marcus explaining the principle of the arcane disruptor, which affect the Magnus lobe. So a spellcaster who has their Magnus lobe, that portion of the brain removed, uh, effectively can never cast spells again.
2: Okay, so I'm assuming that... That had to have been removed.
0: Uh, that is how someone has their spellcasting removed permanently, yes. Okay.
2: me's gonna drink more coffee. And she's got, like, bags over her eyes. Gonna be like, well, um, I would think that it's probably similar to, um... Marcus's bullet thing that, like, messes with that, um, lobe in your brain. So she probably had, like, to have, like, a operation or something to get that removed...
0: They gave her a magic lobotomy?
2: <laughs> uh I guess so. I feel like that's that's the only thing I can think of. Unless there's like um, how long is that possible if she cast a spell? They obviously did it wrong. Or they just didn't do it.
0: Or she got better.
2: Oh yeah, or it grew back, yeah. I guess. That's also true.
0: Seeing as though. She's already killed a government official on government property my thought is they kept her on as their own little assassin
2: that would make sense i mean but you can't really control her can you
0: no but at the same time that does give them plausible deniability
2: i wonder if there's like instead of an operation that to get the lobe taken out there's like medicine they like pills they forced her to take that like suppress it oh or like maybe
1: like a like a like
2: a ankle monitor or something yeah they could have done that instead of doing like a whole uh surgical operation thing and then but um zephyr was saying if they wanted to like use her they could give her the chance to like not take the medicine or take the anklet thing off exactly yeah
1: I guess anything is possible, but we could we really go trying to figure out um I mean we don't really we don't really know any anyone that could uh assist with this. the person that we did know uh died.
3: I mean, I could go to talk I don't know. Well, we could talk to that guy in
1: the in the documentary, right? What was his name? William? William William J. Burns, private investigator.
0: I guess he's a lead. Uh, do you guys want all of the names you heard in the documentary one more time?
1: Um, I heard Layla which is her name? Penelope. Justin, Percy, and William J. Burns. Is that everybody?
0: Yep. Uh, so Justin was the one who was talking about when the box flew across the room. Yep. Uh, Percy was the one that found Layla uh, in the classroom next to the hamster cage. Uh, Penelope was the headmaster. And then mm-hmm. William was the investigator responsible for bringing... Uh, Layla to to justice. And I don't think this investigator.
1: I mean, could be worth a shot. Probably should see if any of these people are still alive. When did this documentary come out? Is this new or is this like 10 years old?
0: Uh, it came out shortly after Speechless was convicted.
1: So, like 10 years old.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems that as of lately, uh, since Speechless is kind of a hot topic right now, they started airing her old documentary.
1: Well, Detective, Lux will say, and look at Pepper. It's up to you, I guess.
0: Are there yellow pages? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's yellow okay. pages. Yeah, do we have a name for it? Like, the yellow book or something like that? I, I feel like somebody said... witty. What were you going to say?
3: I
1: said, I feel like somebody did call it the Yellow Book.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's probably easier to sculpt the Yellow Book. All right. The Yellow Except Tome. look the Yellow. It's called the Yellow Tome. The <laughs> Yellow Tome. He will look in the Yellow Tome and search for...
1: William J. Burns.
0: Yeah, he'll look for William J. Burns. Yeah, so after some flipping, you're, you're able to find his name. Yeah, I guess I'll go ahead and call the number. Yeah, so uh it rings for a good few moments until you hear um a older voice on the end. Birds here. Uh good morning, how are you doing? Who is this? Uh my name is Quinsley Wesley. Uh, Send me something. Is... Uh no sir, not at all. Uh this is about speechless, the case that you were on. Yes, what about it? Uh, I had a couple questions about about the case would it be all right if we meet somewhere hmm. here's a pause until he says yes I think that'd be fine uh I know a coffee place and he, he gives you the name of a, a very expensive coffee place in the upper district all right that sounds dandy sir should we yeah. say one o'clock. That's good with me. I'll see you there. And, yep, the phone clicks. Surprisingly, this man is, is very available, given that he was a uh, private investigator.
2: Lucky us.
0: Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he might be in retirement, given how. Definitely. Is he retirement. sounded older. So. Yeah, 100%. So. <laughs> He's so bored.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: Coffee, <laughs> then? All right. Quincy?
0: Sure. <laughs> at one in the afternoon um looks at being
2: coffee like at an expensive place yeah uh i mean that sounds really good i'm not sure how much i'll be able to afford but i mean i'm 100 percent down to go get fancy coffee
0: you, your, your dad will get mad at us if we give you expensive coffee
2: No, I think he's okay. We had a we had another talk um, last night, and I think he's okay. I think he's realizing that like I need to do things to grow up, and that includes having coffee. What about liquor? Um, what's the drinking? (laughs) What's the well? The fighting robots thing's a family thing. Oh, you're talking about the Warforged? Yeah, that really messed with him. Um, yeah, I think he cried a little when we got home, but I think he's Mm -hmm. okay. He's okay. okay, he's fine, I swear. Um, I made him pancakes this morning. Um, what else? Somebody said something else. I said so what I about talking. liquor? Oh, um, well there's a drinking age. James, what's the drinking age?
0: It's 1960s, so what was that? 18? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds
2: about right. Is it does it like vary depending on the race or is it just straight 18? Wow, some um, elves are getting fucked up. That's mean, what I'm saying. I'm, I feel. I'm sure it varies
0: depending. Do your, your barkeepers keep
2: a book of all the mature ages of each yes, race? They,
0: they oh keep, my god, they keep <laughs> a book. As someone like who works serving alcohol, that would have been a pain in the ass to monitor. <laughs> Holy shit!
2: No, it would have been awful.
0: I'm not elf. I'm a human.
2: Oh, um, there's a. I have to get the The oh my god, English. I have to meet the drinking age. That's why I can't drink it.
1: I mean, we could always like buy liquor and then you could drink here. That's probably like the safe thing to do. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh yeah, I think, I don't know. I haven't talked to my dad about alcohol yet. He might be okay if I do it like safely. He's afraid I'll go wild. Which is from the alcohol? Yeah, he's afraid I'll like drink a lot. Hmm.
0: All right. Well, so if- well, we'll we'll talk. About
3: it. All right. I like to say that
0: I don't don't condone underage drinking. Lux right. doesn't.
3: Lux doesn't care.
0: Let's get to Uptown! Yay. Yep. So traveling to the Uptown and then using the zap Brain. Oh man. Uh, you you definitely not cannot get there within two hours. If you without using the zap Brain. Ah, uh, my favorite. Yeah, your favorite. Everyone's favorite. So at ten gold, at uh, five gold per person. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, Zephyr can be the only one that goes, or you guys can go with him, or what have you. That's up to you, detective. I'm fine if you guys want want to come along. Should we? Should we do
1: like we? Oh, you weren't. This was before you joined us, but one time we met Hugh at a restaurant and I sat with Hugh and then the rest of like Marcus and B uh sat behind me. So should we do like that so we could kind of like eavesdrop? Wouldn't hurt. So. Okay. That sounds like a good plan to me.
0: So assuming you guys make your way there, uh you will find uh William sitting inside the coffee shop. Uh, enjoying a nice little cup of espresso as well as a couple pastries, you guys like make eye contact as you walk in, and he gestures to the seat across from him. Mr. Ruins, I presume. Yes, and he he reaches out to shake your hand. Quincy, nice nice to meet you. So the reason why I contacted you is I'm an upcoming private detective myself. Oh. I can tell the makeup of you. I am quite (laughs) flattered. But uh, I was looking into the case of Speechless. I saw the program this morning, in fact. They were playing a rerun of the documentary. Yeah, and he he nods. Yes, uh, I think I saw that this morning, too. Yes. I was curious about a couple of things, if you wouldn't mind answering a few questions, of course. (laughs) Mm-hmm, (laughs) mm-hmm. First of all, did was it ever found out how Speechless was able to cast spells without speaking? Well, I'm not a spellcaster myself, but uh, there are those with innate magic powers that defy the normal rules of spellcasting, as I understand it. And uh, it was, this is a question from the DM, in the mm-hmm. show they did say that it was observed that she could do it, right? Yes okay. Uh, specifically by her her teachers. And moving forward when she started doing killings, uh, was she ever discovered in the act? Well yes, I actually caught her in the act fortunately. Let's see. And by that time it was how many had she killed? Probably around 30 or so. Uh, you remember the documentary saying that uh, William declined to provide what linked them all due to confidentiality for their the victims' families. And seeing as some times passed, would you possibly be willing to share what exactly what the link was? Uh, so as you ask that, I just, I'm curious, what is, what is everyone else doing? You, like, scampered in after they had introduced themselves and got a a table behind them?
1: Yeah, as close as we could as possible. Like, I think that we, like, waited a good, a good beat, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, we, we watched, uh, Zephyr go in and then we just, like, one, two, three, four, okay, let's go, and then came in very casually, uh, and got a table as close as possible.
2: Mm-hmm. Um hmm. B wants to order a caramel macchiato
0: mm-hmm.
2: and she looks at the menu and she wants like a croissant sandwich
0: uh, Is that on the menu? I'm reliving, reliving my Starbucks days
2: I'm so sorry <laughs> Okay. Is that on the menu? Sure Sweet
0: uh, And Marcus I assume is just taking a uh... Probably just a coffee or something. Yeah, just standard coffee. Okay. To get so, some strange looks for just having a strange, normal coffee.
2: Bigger is uh, so the largest size.
0: It's still small. Really? Looks, <laughs> it, they, they only have like one size cup here.
2: Rip. Uh, did and I then pay a extra smaller for size it?
0: for just plain espresso.
2: I didn't pay extra for it, though, did I?
0: Yeah. Gee. I mean you don't know
2: this is stupid but
0: uh and anyway you guys hear uh zephyr ask him you know if he can provide the links between the victims uh i assume that you all like sort of lean in to like listen
1: yes and i very discreetly um like if i'm back to back with him the way that marcus was with me um, like, I bump my chair into his by accident. Accident. Mm-hmm. And I give him a bardic inspiration. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. Pardon me.
0: No, it's a problem. So as you ask that question, I need you to make an insight check, please. Oh, boy, my favorite. Yeet. That's why you, that's oh, why you that's an eighteen. Do you want to use the bardic inspiration or no? Would okay, it help, got- Mr. Dan? I don't know. It's
1: up to you. Don't worry, I can give you another one. Literally it literally gets them it.
0: back on short rests. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, sure. So that's additional six. So, 24. You, you ask him this, and you, you see, like, a look of regret come over his face, like, nervousness. He starts nervously tapping the table. He's like, well, it's, it's still confidential information. and You understand the, the families don't want any of that business getting out. Of course, of course. course. Uh, It seems to you he he got a little defensive. Understandable. Understandable. You know, Mr. Verans, would you happen to know about an old detective who served uh, Gnome Kingdom about 1860s or 1850s? It's pretty... He was pretty popular back then. He wrote several memoirs. Named Zephyr Leslie. Can't say I've ever heard of him. No.
1: Take two psychic damage.
0: <laughs> 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 well, that's the end of my question. No, I'm <laughs> is, he, is there a look on Zephyr's face when, you, when he says that? Very much disappointment. Very much disappointment. Mm-hmm. Well, um, so I, I think with a twenty-four insight, you might. You definitely know he's lying, though. Yeah, Mister Burns, is this? Is there something keeping you from telling me? Mm. Well, I, I told you already. The families, you know, confidentiality. It's their business mm-hmm. and should remain with them. The families, and
3: nothing say
0: official. Of course, it's official. I had to document my findings. Uh, he's still lying. That's the thing. I don't think you did. He, he, you see, doesn't start to get even like more sweaty and defensive. Now, look, I'm <laughs> I'm not here to barge in during your retirement and cause you any stress. In fact, I'm quite jealous. In fact, I'm a long way for this, Mister Burns. Now, you don't have to say yes or no, just a wink, maybe a long sip of your coffee, just to indicate that there might be something else here. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Mr. Burns, I we're both investigators here. I you my here. word, and that, that's the end of it. Mr. Burns, we're both investigators here. We make terrible lives. And what if I were to tell you that Spatialist is currently on the loose? You think I don't know that? Oh, I'm sure you do. He nods. Help me catch her. Help yourself. His anger turns like his annoyedness turns to like fluster and anxiety as what did I Being honest, I was more of just coincidence that I found her. You were led to her. Actually, know what linked all of the murders together, and he—you can hear him like trying to keep this very quiet. So you were led to her. He, He nods. I was. Given a tip from an anonymous source, someone who must have known what she was doing. But aside from that, I... I haven't the foggiest idea. And you agreed to get this criminal off the streets? Well, of course I did. Can not tell if he's truthful with that? you You asked him he agreed to get the criminal off the street, right? Yes like that's that was his motivation for doing this. Oh, that was his motivation. No. He agreed, yes, he he agreed to get the criminal off the street, but you suspect there was some uh some ulterior motives he had for that. Can I like do can I do like a check on him to see if I can like watch his body language and see if he's trying to call for help, anyway. Like, so, if he's wearing a wire of any type. So, like, a perception check? Yeah. Yeah, sure, go ahead.
1: I'll bump into you again.
0: Just... Okay. just, just Get like, your chair fixed, young lady.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry, it's... Very, Kids nowadays, so leaning, so leaning back off. in a the
0: chair, they're gonna fall back and break their necks. <laughs> make, make your perception. Okay. Oh! What? Uh, I'll save you can keep the bardic. You don't. You don't need it. I'll save it for later. It's um, not twenty. He, he's fidgeting with himself a lot in a sort of anxious and nervous way, but not any way that indicates to you that he is wearing a wire or trying to call for help or anything of that nature. So, as a investigator yourself, you could imagine the amount of. Reputation an investigator would get for bringing in a criminal such as Speechless. I see how it is, though. Can I ask you where you got the tip? It was anonymous. It was anon- anonymous, yes. And what way did they reach out to you? Letter? I was on my way home from the office, long day. And this shadowy, cloaked figure stopped me. I almost feared it was her for some reason, but they just handed me a letter containing the details of when she planned to do it and who to. Seems a little suspicious that a serial killer would plan something out like that. Nevertheless, write it down. Or tell someone else about it. But the prestige for finding her was worth it, wasn't it? He narrows his eyes at you. Hey, I would have done the same thing. Yes, well. It's hard to make it in this city. I think. He takes another bite of one of his pastries. So, since you denied to... As we talk about the linkings, I'm assuming they didn't actually exist. He nods. She was labeled a serial yeah. killer, so it only makes sense if serial killers have patterns. As you investigator yourself, what was your initial thought on a pattern? It seemed entirely random. I believe one was the husband of a banker one was a member of the Gardillo family and just countless others. But there was little to no association between any of them. The Gardillo family? Uh, yes. So there is a halfling family. They reside in the middle to upper district. And yeah, they're, they're basically like uh, what you would think of um, with the uh, the families from The Godfather.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The party actually met Roy Gardio, who lost his crystal hermit, hermit crab in the sewers.
1: Oh my uh, god! That was our first session.
0: Mm-hmm. I hope you got it back.
3: We did. We
0: did. Yes. Good job, guys. Mm-hmm. So, but any one from say the army, intelligence, government officials. Anyone of importance? You know, that one poor chap I think would have been the first. You mean the most recent one? Yes. Let's talk about our first victim. The classroom hamster. Did you ever look into that at all? Ever speak with those kids? I assume that violent tendencies such as that are most common in murderer is like speechless. If anything it was a sign or a warning that this sort of thing would happen. It's, yes, it's in fact one of the three red flags. From what I understand, she was the only one in the room when it happened, correct? I don't know much about that. You would probably need to speak with Penelope, the headmaster.
3: I understand. She's still
0: doing business? Oh yes it's a quite well established school helps many flowering magic users make their way to the college place I'm sure uh, Did anyone else have a question
1: so he said that there was there wasn't really any link
0: Mm-mm. but he was aware of
1: there has to be a place where we can find a a list of all the victims right like that has to be public record
0: uh definitely i don't i don't have 30 names but i i do have uh, a couple and i can give you those uh right now actually okie dokie so uh one was hey chan uh husband to sue chan Don Gardillo, a member of the Gardillo family.
3: Su
1: Chan's husband was killed by speechless.
0: Yup. Anybody else getting a Boondock Saints vibes off of this?
2: I've never seen that movie. I haven't either.
0: Boondock Saints and in Bruges. That's it. Okay. Um ah, Bruges is good. Wait, what happens in those movies? Did I rip something off without knowing? <laughs> This is purely suspicion on my part, we all know how often I'm wrong. So I'm like, what was wait, third wait hold on, hold on. Did, did did you just make a movie reference that James didn't get? Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's not how, that's how this works.
2: <laughs> not how any of this works.
0: It actually turns out that hei Chen was the most recent murder of Speechless before she was convicted.
1: What did he do for a
0: living? He was a banker as well. It seemed to be he was in the banking, like family business. Oh boy. This is... So, two bankers. He's, he was married
1: to a banker. Yay, yay. Oy, 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 oy.
0: All right. So, we have HN, we've got Don Cardino. There was oh. your friend Charles. Yes. Well, I'm not sure you could it anyways. But reminder: your friend Charles is dead. <laughs> yeah, <bad>. sad. <laughs> oh man. Yes, yes, very sad. Anyways,
1: well, I can already feel one connection. They're somehow all connected to us. That feels like a problem. I don't know. I think.
0: Hmm. Well, he I was think... murdered way before you guys had anything to do with Su-Chan.
3: Yeah, yeah. I know, but it's... <sighs>
0: and you guys have never met Don Gardio,
1: No, but we met his
0: Roy, Roy Gardio, yes.
1: Yeah, I think that, like, Lux would just, like, lean over finally, just, like, over Zephyr's shoulder and just be like, okay, so how'd you catch her then?
0: Wait, are you asking you're... him or are you asking me to ask him?
1: I'm. Oh, I guess I should probably ask you to ask him.
0: I'll like whisper
3: that to you. Uh,
0: I, well, don't... I think it's fine for you as players to at, like come up with questions for Zephyr if oh, he hasn't yeah. thought of
1: it. So that would be a question that I would ask you to ask him before we get in.
0: All right. What was your. Sorry, what was it again?
1: It was, um, how'd he like get her like how do you capture her? how do you find her how do you yeah. avoid getting killed like
0: so you were tipped off to her next killing what did you do when you got to the scene and how did you exactly capture her well actually we we had the time and the place so we simply had to keep an eye on them and we eventually Though, surprisingly, no one was injured, we were able to stop her in the act itself.
1: There's nothing he can give us about who tipped him off?
0: Uh, just for clarification, Beatles had 30-odd victims, is that right? Something 30-odd, yeah. All walks of life, no particular change in background, occupations all the same, or all different that's an interesting point. There was only one commonality between all of their murders. I guess I'll tell you, as William, there was only one commonality between all of their murders, and that was they were all found almost immediately upon their demise. Mere moments mm. after they had passed. How is that so? Were the police immediately called afterwards, or... Mm. No, it's just they were discovered within moments whether they were discovered by loved ones or friends
2: but that doesn't really
0: seem like like a link at least not to physical or Were the killings ever done in broad daylight? Probably, yes
3: I mean,
1: it was daylight when Charles was killed
0: Yeah, that's what makes me think that (laughs) Uh, they they were definitely some were just done in like they were all done in either so either they were discovered quickly or they were in public spaces
1: that was going to be my question was was it done in like a big public space mhm what happened to his informant like that that would be a question that i would have which be like the informant's still alive? Did something happen to the informant after giving the information up? What?
0: So, mm-hmm. this shitty figure who gave you the letter, I'm assuming that they just vanished? Never, never saw them again. No.
3: Just fade into the night? You know, it, it seems that way.
0: All your years of investigating, What type of murderer kills in broad daylight? Just cause. So he, like, sits back in his chair and crosses his arms, and he's like, well, perhaps some sick person who likes to see the terror and fear in people's eyes. Maybe that's what she was going for. Maybe that was her kick. Perhaps. You can do that alone in the dark as well. she caused was astounding.
3: I'm sure these killings were well thought out.
0: In fact, I think she's smarter than a lot of people assume of her. Any more questions?
1: I don't have anything else.
0: Uh, hmm. Also, sorry for not having more names. I wanted to leave it somewhat ambiguous that way I can use it in other campaigns if this comes up. Mm -hmm. Oh no,
1: you're fine. You're totally fine.
0: Yeah, for right now, we'll just say, like, I guess names aren't important. I I did feel it uh, appropriate to at least tell you that Sue's husband was one of the victims.
1: Yeah. That, um, that does seem pretty significant.
0: So was Sue the one to find the body then? Ah, yes, she was.
1: And Sue is the one that is commissioning the changeling so she can replace her husband with the changeling.
0: Correct. How does the memory thing work with changelings again? Because clearly, if it's a changeling, they won't have all their memories, right?
1: You kind of just fill in the gaps. That's
0: my understanding. They, they might be treated like an amnesia victim where they're like, oh, no, remember this happened? And they're like, oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. Okay, so, odd question. Mm-hmm. Since the only commonality between all the victims are that they were all found immediately after they passed, that's basically random to the point of trying to be random. This feels like either someone's Paying her to be a hit person, which fully possible. People do it all the time as blades. Just not typically that uh...
1: ostentatiously.
0: Yeah. I'm, I mean, we don't do that, right? Right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> we don't not do that. It's literally not
0: planned. Let's put it that way.
1: We're not murdering. We're not... We're not assassins.
0: You guys left those freighter guys alive. That was nice of you.
1: We did. Not all <laughs> of us wanted to.
0: Is there a specific hunting ground or was is it is the entire hunting ground the entire 10th kingdom? I it mm-hmm. did not seem confined to one district.
1: So it, it didn't it didn't seem confined to one district. It didn't seem confined to any Race, class, gender, anything, just very random.
0: Correct. So it's either she's trying to be as random as possible to the point of being given a pattern, or she's taking contracts.
1: How much do you want to bet she's taking contracts?
0: Why wasn't she taking contracts?
1: She's taking contracts and she got killed.
0: Yeah. I he's mean, she got bird. caught. Well, that's it for Mr. Burns. Yeah, so at the, he like nods to you and he's like, that, there aren't any more questions. And he seems very perturbed by the whole encounter. You feel like this is probably the first time he admitted that he wasn't solely responsible for Silent uh, Speechless's capture. I have one more question. Hmm. Um, and he may not even know the answer to this. Who's the warden at the prison where she's being held? Actually, I do know who that is. Uh, hmm. Let me get the name of who that was. It's a very cool name. He's the warden of Alcatraz. Probably not very cool. At
1: probably all. not as cool as you want him to be.
0: Hmm, hmm, hmm. Okay, I have his name. Hmm. Uh, his name is Captain McClave. It's a pretty cool yeah, that's pretty name. Cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> all right. I'm glad I'm glad you guys approve. Good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was my
1: plan all along, <laughs> says James.
0: Is his first name John? N- John McClave? I, <laughs> I actually don't have a first name for him. It's just Captain McClave. I think it might be John. No. Who is John McClave?
1: John McLaive. <laughs> Die Hard. Die Hard. John McClain is Die Hard. John McClave is like his, you know, cousin, maybe.
0: I think that's all I have. Burns. Okay. Well, I'm going to go the rest of my afternoon, and you enjoy yours. And he like reaches out a hand; it's like sticky from the pastries. Oh my gosh. He'll like. <laughs> He'll he'll shake his handle like kind of like more so pinching it than gripping it, you know? Cupping mm-hmm. around his palm so you don't have to touch it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy your retirement. And do you guys just leave immediately after Zephyr?
1: I think we wait until like Mr. Burns
3: leaves.
0: <laughs> uh, he's gonna stay for a while and enjoy his, his food and, and espresso. Uh, I Marcus would get up when he's done with his coffee and then nonchalantly walk out.
2: I think B is gonna go up and order a scone. Or a coffee cake?
0: Yeah, they definitely have coffee cake.
2: Ooh, yeah, she's gonna order some coffee cake for her dad.
0: Yeah, Lux will leave after with everyone. So it's probably close to two at this point. Where would you guys like to go next? I'm gonna go visit this Penelope.
1: It, does Penelope still have her school or is oh, that Yeah, it yeah, said uh, so. Yeah.
0: Alright. Uh is there like a public telephone? Uh most definitely. Alright. I'm guessing like they have a yellow tomes inside the phone inside the phone booth. Probably, but I don't think the I guess the school would have a listing, but uh, it wouldn't be Penelope who answers it. I guess like a secretary then?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. And ask if I can speak with Penelope. Okay. So, what is the business you're telling them you need to conduct with Pen- Penelope? Mm-hmm. Do we want to say that we're going there to get B into the academy? Yes.
2: No? Yes, yes, yes. If I yeah. have to lie, somebody please give me Bardic or something.
1: Somebody will. Um yes, uh yeah, Lux is 100% about this idea. She's like, "Say that it's our kid."
0: Like I said, "Yeah, it's be is definitely Zephyr and Lux's kid."
1: Yeah, she's I'm adopted. adopted.
0: <laughs> yep. You know, I I recently took on me me and my wife. We recently took a you know, a teenager. We adopted her. And uh you know, she started showing some like magical ability. And I would absolutely love to find a way that we could like help her express that. Ah, um okay, yes. After class, Penelope would more than definitely like to just speak with you said her name was B. Yes. Okay, uh That's yes. B-E-A. Just... Yes. Uh just bring her by and, and we'll uh we'll speak with her and get to know her better. Alright, thanks so much. Then yeah, he'll hang up. You guys make your way there now.
1: When do huh? would we know when classes end?
0: Probably around three ish.
2: Yeah. We need nicer clothes. Oh, yeah, to look to... like more fit for the role instead of her like hand-me-down stuff. Mm-hmm. Lux just
1: changes her outfit into like a very like swanky uh, suit or something like a. Very modern, very, very hip, very in.
0: What, what's a decent job nowadays? Should we just say that we're like accountants or something? Accountants. Yeah, no, is a good job. Yeah.
1: Nobody asks anything about accountants. Amazing.
0: Accountants are assuming.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: All right. So, yeah, we head over to the school and mm-hmm. pretend to be happy parents. Uh, what, where is, uh, Marcus and Halo going?
3: Halo's
0: been with us this whole time. He's been with you the whole time. Uh, Halo's uh, he, yeah, Halo's uh, here. Halo says, where do you want us to go? And uh, yeah, Zephyr, you jump a little, hearing it, uh, his voice. Uh, <laughs> we need to get you a bell. Okay. <laughs> no! <laughs> if I ever if I ever shoot this IRL, Halo will just suddenly appear. Like, he won't even be in the background or anything. He'll just <laughs> appear when he starts talking.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hop in and out.
3: <laughs> exactly.
0: Oh my god. All right. Uh, so, where where is Marcus <laughs> and Halo going? <laughs> to split up time, you guys could talk to other people while they go talk to Penelope.
3: Just that former.
0: Uh, yeah, there's Justin. And there were Percy. two former students. Yeah, uh, Justin I just want to talk Percy. to Percy because Percy's the one who walked in on her killing the, uh, the hamster, right, Mister Muffin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Halo. What do you say we go talk to Percy, see if we can't figure out what she was like as a kid. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll see you guys later, I guess. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Want to go with uh, Penelope first? Sure. Yeah. So you guys arrive at the school. Uh, you see the same, the same uh, Elizabethan uh, style architecture with the raw iron fence, and yeah, these these this tall school building uh, you see what looks to be like dorm rooms attached to it and yeah you you walk the cobblestone path up to the door inside you will see um you know students uh milling about all in like school uniforms as well as like strict looking teachers uh as they like walk in single file from classroom to classroom and yes you will find Penelope, uh, a severe, strict looking woman. Uh, She seems to be elven uh, with very pointed features, and she kind of like looks down uh, the bridge of her nose uh, at you through her like half crescent glasses. Miss Pelpe, I presume. Yes. And this is B. And she like looks down at you, B. Go on, B. Don't be shy.
2: Um, Hi. And B will reach her hand out to shake it.
0: Shake she her. scoffs at you. Oh, ladies do not take shake hands.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Um
0: Except for a like pattern on the back, curtsy.
2: Uh B oh. is wearing a dress now. <laughs> B curtsies. I'm sorry. Has,
0: has B ever worn a dress? I imagine it's like it's like a cat wearing shoes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh my gosh. Be like feels super uncomfortable and like keeps pulling at the bottom of it to make it longer, even though that's not what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, so Penelope looks down at you and she says, "Mm, yes, we'll have to work on that. Well, I understand that you are magically gifted, yes? Yes.
2: Well, what do you do? Well,
3: I think she wants you
1: to... Do something like a like some of that magic that you do, you know? Go ahead, dear.
2: Um uh, well I don't want to break anything. Do you have anything that yeah. doesn't break
0: anything? I I'm sorry, Ms. Penelope. She's a little shy, you know, given the whole, you know, deal with the new the officers. She's-, she's been very nervous to under pressure. It's- it could be very overwhelming. I understand. When when did these magical Abilities start coming about. What age? We recently adopted her, which is why she's so
1: timid. Yeah, oh. and
0: has the has that rough charm around her. Mm. You know, we wanted to get a child who was hopeless. Mm. <laughs> I'm
3: sorry.
0: Mm.
1: Now, dear, she's not hopeless. She just needs a little polish. Exactly, now, She's a
0: little now. bit of polish. We pride on our. We pride ourselves in making any magically capable student into the best they can be. That is just wonderful. But, you know, I, I, I've heard a lot about the school. A lot of good things, but there, there have been a couple things that have been bugging me. You do, she does not like the direction this conversation is going, and you can see she starts to get a little irritated. Oh, forgive me, I'm sure that it's nothing. I mean, after all, this is a lovely school.
1: Yeah, we're just being very selective, aren't we, dear? Yes,
0: yeah, so it's it's our first child, you see. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are the children? How, how are they normally kept? They are taught manners, they are well-behaved, and able, they are taught the ability to control and maintain their magic in a non-destructive way. Very nice, very nice all within accordance of the college, so that they are ready when they arrive there. Perfect. That sounds absolutely wonderful. Could you tell me, how often are the children alone, though? She's, you know, she grew up around others. She gets a little uh, nervous whenever she's alone. Are they alone often? Hmm. Rarely ever. It's only... After dark, when they're in their dorms, are they alone? Mm-hmm. And hmm uh, uh, do the children seem to be happy here? Do they enjoy it? Happy? They're not coming here to be happy. They're coming here to learn how to control their powers. Well, of course, of course. Well, we do facilitate a nurturing environment, yes, but...
1: Uh, I mean, we definitely want young bee here to be very happy, though. It's a very important part of our parenting style.
0: She just glares at you. (laughs) I know, we're a bit (laughs) new-fashioned. Yeah. Mm, Yes.
1: Very, very new-fashioned. Well, if your
0: child enjoys following rules and and learning to control her power, then yes, she will be very happy here. Oh, absolutely. In fact, that was the I'm... first thing she told me. It was, Father, I am so happy to learn to do things in a safe manner that will never hurt anybody ever. Isn't that right? I...
2: Yes, I love rules. <laughs> there you go, B.
3: I'm now... so
2: happy to be here.
0: Oh, boy. So what's the, say, success rate? Success rate? Yes, how many children end up going to magical college? Nearly all of them. Nearly all of them. So they're all very professional uh spellcasters by the time they're done with this? Not in the not in the slightest. They are controlled and disciplined spellcasters well, by the time was, they what, leave. What, what dis-
1: How do you control and discipline them then?
0: You're asking me the very teachings of this school. Would you like to sit in on some of our lessons?
2: Uh, yes.
0: That'd be wonderful. I guess it would make sense if you wanted to further understand what goes on here.
1: I mean, as you can see, my husband, neither my husband and I are magically inclined.
0: Yes, I believe there's a one of the final classes in session right now, and uh, she will begin to guide you down the hall, her heels clicking on the wooden floors of the school.
1: How's the school feel like? How, what's the environment Dreary. like?
0: Dreary. <laughs> oh no. I'm guessing so all the kids just look Catholic tired. Got it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. So so it doesn't. There doesn't seem to be any like childhood happiness here. This is where no, happiness this... goes to die. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to sit in on one of these classes.
0: Yeah, so she guides you to a classroom and um, knocks to let the teacher know. And you guys are sat down on the sort of edge of the, the seat. Some students, you know, gawk at you slightly, but their attention is quickly drawn back to the teacher uh, who is basically going over spell semantics, uh, verbal, verbal, like spell components, uh, whether mm-hmm. they be semantic, verbal, or material. Uh, and she's showing them, you know, all of the hand gestures and going over a few simple arcane words. and then she'll have like the students do them on their own as she walks around uh, one of one of them is like doing it wrong, so she like slaps their hand and then like make like raises their hand a little higher, and then she like corrects another's pronunciation of a word. And yeah, it seems very rigorous in this school.
1: Leviosa. Mm-hmm.
0: Not Leviosa. leviosa.
1: <laughs> um yeah, uh when she's making her rounds, I'll mm-hmm. just like uh hold my hand up and kind of flag her down a
0: little bit. The teacher? Mhm. Uh she looks at you like I'm I'm teaching right now. <laughs> rude uh, so she she just holds up her hand in like a weight motion and and continues to walk around
3: oh my god
0: hey we're well off to do parents okay mm-hmm.
1: i'm gonna call the manager no i'm joking so yeah
0: penelope like looks at you and um you see her look at you lux but you don't hear her speak mm-hmm. you hear her like send a message to you that says any questions you- have you can ask me the teacher is busy right now
1: lux is grinding her teeth Mm
0: -hmm. just a little bit is it like uh, was
1: it ascending so i can respond
0: uh it was the cantrip message Message. okay
1: yeah um lux will respond and just say is it normal to physically harm a child like that
0: she looks at you like like you've just said something crazy to her,
1: extra drugs. I'm just curious we're you know yeah, so new- she oh. Go she ahead.
0: says punishment of all sorts is needed here to to help enforce our teachings mm-hmm.
1: right. Um, but you know, my husband and I are kind of a little newfangled. We're not really into the that sort of style. I'm sure we talk about it. Lux <laughs> just uh, looks do, over at Zephyr and is like, we're going to talk about it? <laughs>
0: wink. So, uh, Miss Pinell, so uh, do the kids Zephyr get like a recess? Of course, it's not. Children get burned out very easily. They need some kind of respite. Uh, how long is it? Approximately thirty minutes twice a day, and that's uh, Mr. DM. That is when the supposed killing of Mister Hamster was right uh, during one of those recess periods. Yes, so they basically get a half hour in the morning, half hour in the afternoon, and then they get a lunch break too.
3: Sounds like prison.
0: <laughs> I mean it's an institution. Man, am I glad I'm not a spellcaster?
3: Man, am I
1: glad that I'm an unregistered spellcaster?
0: <laughs> yep, you know, Halo's a registered one. You probably had to go a place like this. Oh, so this God. is this is for people who m- mostly for sorcerers, uh, because uh... they are born with innate magical powers. Mm. It's also it's also for rich parents who are like, mm, "Yes, I'm gonna have the finest spellcaster," and they they send their children off to preparatory school to prepare them for inevitable college. Mm,
3: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. That makes sense.
1: Yes. yes. Yes, we're falling into the latter
2: category then,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as
2: fake as fake parents. B motions for Lux to bend down so she can talk to her. Uh, Lux will bend. Yes, dear. She whispers in your ear, don't leave me here. Oh, no!
1: (laughs) Bloch just, like, covers her mouth to not laugh. And has to hold it back for a second and is like, don't worry, Beatrice, we won't leave you here yet. And then straightens back up.
2: Ah! He starts crying. (laughs) Oh, no! Out loud, like starts crying, but it's like a she's like trying not to cry, (laughs) like
0: a quiet cry.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) And she's like, and she's like, you'll talk about it
1: later. Oh, sad. sweet! Old, we'll talk about it. Don't worry. We have so many other schools to go to. We, we, we have so many other places to look. And I know that you were just very interested in this one because you saw it on the TV.
2: <laughs> I feel like that's a call
1: out.
3: Oh, that's a call out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Yeah. Well, so um Penelope will. After you guys have gotten a demonstration of their their teachings, uh, we'll we'll guide you out of the room. I was about to that. so we head back to her office or something to uh, yeah, so yeah for, for perfect paperwork.
1: Oh yes, paperwork time.
3: Hmm. Right.
1: Okay. Oh, go ahead, dear.
0: So, I have to say, I am very impressed with just the amount of uh, conscious discipline that these kids are receiving. You know. Like,
1: it is a lot of discipline,
0: though. Very much a lot. Discipline is needed to teach spells. Oh, of course, of course, otherwise you'd have ruffians casting fireballs left and right.
1: Oh, oh. right. We, oh, it's just a disaster.
0: Everything would be on fire. It's so horrible.
1: It would be terrible. <laughs> but,
0: terrible. I mean, especially, <laughs> especially if they go out and murder. us like that speechless lady.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: Uh, What's her reaction when I mentioned Speechless? i eye twitch just like a little bit. (laughs) Can I insight? You may.
3: Mm, mm, Nat 20!
0: My god! God. Second Nat 20. She does not enjoy talking uh, about Speechless. In fact, this is a point of anger for her. There's probably not many students that don't graduate from this class, uh, from this school, but the ones that don't, you know, strike a chord with her. That being said, if there's any questions that you have regarding her feelings that I haven't expressed already, you may ask. Oh, Penelope, your pride Mm -hmm. will be my dagger.
3: (laughs) Oh my gosh.
0: So yes. And she, she just says, that was an unfortunate case. You understand, we can't make every spellcaster the best they can be. Some are born bad. Oh. oh. oh so, speechless went here. She did, yes. Briefly. Well, that's very unfortunate. I I, I wonder what would have made her this way.
1: Certainly, it couldn't have been like the wrist slapping or the
0: intense discipline. The majority of our students turn out to be great spellcasters. As I said, some you can't fix. That's
3: um. That's an
1: interesting. Some point you
0: of can't you. fix. I have my limits. Usually. Well, I'm sure. I want to say, some, sure do do say that something. I want to
2: say something is be so bad, but I'm holding myself back because. Can
0: can we get an internal mon- monologue? <laughs>
2: Well, B's probably like, well, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just the system that's broken. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I
2: love. But B. I want to say that out loud because, like, <laughs> it's not gonna go well.
0: Up to you. You can also say it to the camera as he like turn away as the adult. She Are you gonna look at, at the, the camera, camera like Jim? You're Jim.
2: <laughs> You're Jim. She looks at the camera. She looks at it. and She's like, well, maybe it's just the system that's broken. And then she looks back. <laughs> oh my gosh! I love B. <laughs> I bet they serve meatloaf every day here for lunch. Every day.
0: Um, So so continue. (laughs) Okay. So what exactly would you say was the breaking point this speechless? It was probably the murder of uh, our classroom hamster, Mr. Muffins. Mr. Muffins, goodness.
3: Mm. So that
0: must have been when she was alone, like, say, during recess? I don't know. She wasn't on my watch at the time. I see, I see. Students are expected to be where they're supposed to be at all times. Yes, we can supervise the majority of them, but if one sneaks off, it's very hard to find them, you know. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I mean, your, your, your advanced spell catheters, you should be able to locate a child. Or is this a case of those who cannot do teach?
0: Yeah, so you say that, and she says, I'll oh, have you know, I know a good bit about spellcasting. I wouldn't be the headmaster of this school if I didn't. Yes, and you made the finest assassin.
3: Hmm.
1: Interesting. Oh,
0: I find you, this. No, you see her face turn red when you uh, basically accuse her of making the assassin. And she says, I'll have no talk of this. Oh, but I will. No. You won't. You and your daughter will leave the premises. I'll have no more of this. Actually, she's 33. I
2: didn't want to be here anyway. (laughs) She's not our daughter.
0: Miss Penelope, this is an interrogation.
2: You suck.
0: And I find the evidence to be damning. She looks flabbergasted right now. And then. interrogation? Indeed. As soon as Speechless uh, disappeared from this academy, she immediately started going on a killing spree. That's not true! Using advanced, using advanced spells. Spells where we don't teach. She... Spells like power word from? kill.
1: How do you know about that, then?
0: How do you know she is power kill? All spell catchers are supposed to know those that are illegal to cast. And where did she get them? Yes, is as good as mine. As I said, she was a strange one. Always bad. I she didn't her. start murdering until decades after she left the school. Hell knows what she have done between that time.
2: How do you know it's her that killed Mr. Muffins?
0: One of our students, Percy, found her in the room.
1: How do Hello. you know it wasn't him?
0: Percy was one of our best students. Always followed the rules. Mm. That you know of.
2: I bet Percy was a little bitch.
0: That's definitely a little bitch's name, if you ask me. Beatrice. Yeah. <laughs> I, high five. I have a high-five Beatrice.
2: I was just about to say that. Yes, yeah, she high-fives you back.
0: Yeah. yeah, so she like points her nose up and she says, I would like you all to leave right now.
2: All right,
1: let's go. I think we've got enough information out of you already. Indeed. Maybe you should stop um, slapping your children on the wrists.
0: Otherwise, they might slap back. I have half a mind to slap your wrist. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn.
3: Oh, my gosh.
1: Exit
0: the scene, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> we leave escorted by security.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That went uh, about as good as I expected. <laughs> that went interestingly. <laughs> uh, so you guys leave the the school in a huff. and as you guys walk through the door, it transitions to Marcus uh, knocking on the the door of probably Percy's house uh, with cool. with Halo behind, unless you had some other idea.: uh, I was going to have uh, Halo actually be the one who rings the doorbell and be the first face he sees, I'll probably be behind him playing security dude as like a good cop, bad cop kind of thing. Yeah, so Halo knocks on the door. This is in the upper district as well and yeah, it's a it's very nice looking. It's basically a, jeez, what are those? It's like a, a townhome basically, uh, very, very nice looking and yeah, Halo knocks on the door and shortly after, a older-looking human uh, answers the door. Oh, uh, y- yes. Uh, yes. Good afternoon, sir. We are looking for a, a Percy. He, does he reside here? He nods. He, yes, I'm. I'm Percy. What? What can I do? We have some questions for you about when you were a child in prep school. Yeah, you, you see him, like, squint his eyes, he says, and, uh, who are, who are you two? Uh, and Halo, like, or isn't him? I, I'm Halo. My name is Marcus. What business do you have questioning me about this sort of thing? I already told you I'm not doing that dreaded... I'm not doing that that dreaded documentary. <laughs> oh, nice. My good friend. Um, uh, you, we are not you, here for a documentary. Wait oh, you second. do remember he was not one of the speakers in the documentary. My dear sir, uh, we're actually not here for the documentary. Uh, good to know your stance on, by the way. Good piece of work, but honestly, left a little bit more of the imagination I would have preferred. Maybe come in. He'll sigh and he says, very well. And he'll step aside, letting you inside. Uh, and he gestures to uh, his dining room. You can smell like a fresh pot of coffee being brewed. Marks uh, you... will look at the walls on his way in, trying to get a sense of what kind of art he might have on the wall, like what kind of style. Um, trying to get size up his character is. Think he uh, can't so... figure out what makes him happy. Uh, so it's very like minimalistic art with like bright contrasting colors. Okay. And as he guides you into the kitchen, uh, he will offer you all coffee. Oh, uh, it's probably it. like so the much. third cup you've had today. Based on the smell of this coffee, would it be better than the cup of coffee I've had before? Oh, yeah. Uh, cool. Well, the one at the coffee shop was definitely upscaled because it was in the upper district. But this is like... This is my private stock. Yeah. Thank you for your generosity. I I would love a cup. Yeah, so as he's like pouring it, he he sits at the table. He's like, So now this is on record, is it? I don't I told them I don't want to be recorded for these sorts of things. No, no, no. This is purely between the three of us. Um, just want a couple of questions and we'll be on our way. All right. Well get on with your questions then. First of all, what about you? What are you? We we all know the past and what you've been through with, well, what's her name? Um, the assassin now. Uh, maybe they call us something silly, but what's her name again? Livia or? Oh, her real name was Layla. Layla, that's what it was. Yeah. Well, I know that you met her while you were in the, the prep school for uh, Magically Inclined. Are are you magic user yourself? I am. I use it for well. I used it for my occupation when I was employed, but oh. I'm since retired. Well, what did you do? Well I was a mathematician. A mathematician,
3: statistical analysis specifically.
0: Marx is, is silent for a second. I, I don't mean any offense, but how does how can you how does a uh, magic used in I totally have a spell called calculate. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, he he like shakes his head. He's like, well, there's a number of formulae that can be expedited using magic. Solution can be easily found. A math magician, if you will. A a math magician, yes.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs)
0: i'm upset i didn't think of that wow that's
1: <laughs> 10 points off of your big dad energy
0: wait why do i get de- no i don't get <laughs> deducted for someone else making a joke that is unfair
1: <laughs> okay okay hey okay, hey okay.
0: calm down sport i'm the i'm the gm i make oh, sorry. Continue. <laughs> uh continue Marks will take a sip of his coffee and uh goes, just kind to himself huh? You learn something new every day. I And I hate this, but I need to take you back to when you were in uh, prep school. You see, a, a dear friend of mine was recently killed by her. And to be entirely frank, I want to see her burn. So, as much as information you can get about her, I think that better off I'll be able to stay alive. Yeah, so he looks a little taken aback and. After a brief silence, he says, Well, I'm sorry to hear about your friend, but... What is it you want to know, specifically? Her early childhood, her family. Um, I know she was an orphan, but the people she stayed with, did she have friends, that kind of thing. You were her schoolmates. Do you see her you know, between classes, was she with anyone? Well, she was... She didn't have many friends, no. Was noticeably quiet, didn't speak much to the other kids. she, but she was... could speak. Yes, of course she could speak. But very rarely. I attempted talking to her a couple of times, but... Didn't go much better than most. She actually got her nickname, Speechless, from that school. Uh, Who gave it to her? The kids teased her, calling her Speechless. And taunt her with it. I suspect her using it as her name now is perhaps a way of... Well, there was one time I did see her speak but it wasn't out loud, so to say. It was when I found her with the hamster, she was muttering something, looking inside of it. And as I watched, the hamster just disappeared. When you say disappeared, what do you mean? There was a hamster there one moment and then I, it's hard to explain. It just simply, almost as if it popped, was gone. Please uh, forgive me, but I was under the impression that she killed the hamster. Well, you you try being a kid and seeing a hamster disappear, not thinking it's dead. Interesting. Did the hamster ever come back?
3: I never saw that hamster again, no. It was assumed that it simply died. And that Layla simply just destroyed it. That's a lot of power for a little kid. How'd the
0: teachers react? And they were furious. I heard talk of them removing the, her power, her ability to make the spell cast entirely. And the next day, she was nowhere to be found. Did she know what the teachers had, had planned for her? I do know that end exams were coming up, and Layla was not doing well at all. In fact, she risked getting flunked out of the school entirely. It was due to her unwillingness to speak. The teachers would say, repeat after me, the spell incantation is this, and rather than speak, Layla would simply do.
3: This, of course, skill. this
0: infuriated the teachers for not listening to what their instructions were, mm. which I suspect is why he was going to get flunked out. As preparatory schools are, especially in the older days, there was typically some kind of punishment that teachers would dole out upon students who were uh, troublesome. Oh, yes. Do you know do you know what may have been done to her? Nothing is severe that most students didn't get, but she certainly got a lot of it. Let's see.
3: Did she ever have any visitors?
0: None that I've saw. No. No one ever. So there was, as far as you knew, she was alone in the world. Mm.
3: It's rather sad when you think about it. Yes. I'm going to ask you a very
0: hard question, I apologize in advance for this. Did any of your schoolmates die mysteriously after she started her killing spree? you think they would be her targets, those who ridiculed her, even Penelope, but no, none of them. So whatever
3: she's doing is not at revenge. Okay. Well, Halo, do you
0: have a uh...
3: Anything you'd like to ask?
0: Um, no, this coffee's really good, though. Thank you. Yes. I forgot you were here. <laughs> he has an effect on people, I'm afraid. He's incredibly sneaky.
3: It does not look
0: like it one bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a pleasure meeting you, Marcus, and Halo. And be careful. It sounds like you're very involved in this. Well, based on what you've told me, doesn't matter how involved I am, she probably won't target me unless there's a specific reason for it. Suppose. Question, if I may. When she <laughs> was sent to prison,
3: do you. Did you happen to keep up with the story at the time?
0: I didn't want to. I, I didn't make particular note of it, no. I was surprised of course. No, no, never visited her. No. You don't those who are held at Alcatraz don't get any visitors, actually. Speaking of Alcatraz, I understand it's uh it's overseen by a a man named McClave, is that is that correct? Oh I I don't know too much about the MLE and their rankings, but McLeave sounds familiar. He's one of their leading captains. I've seen him give press conferences once or twice, I think. Charismatic fellow? I'd say so. Mm. You have to be to speak in front of people. Fair. That's a skill I wrote on possess, so He he sighs like he knows that all too well. (laughs) Yes, I not much of a social person. If I may, if you would, wouldn't mind, you can hear out for me. Just, you know, you, have, you know how the circles that you run in, and I can tell you, not the same circles that I run in. If you hear anything about this woman, anything that you think might be helpful, would you get in touch with me? I suppose so. Are you fine if I message you just magically? I know I'm some people doctor. can be a little disconcerted by that sort of thing. Well, it wouldn't be my first time having that happen. Yeah, friends do like to pop in out and out now and again. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking more of a telephone number. But uh, if you want to use magic, that's fine with you. He will. Marx would take a a napkin and uh, he'd take a make sure it's a paper napkin, of course, or like maybe mm-hmm. a doily is on the table. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he would take a pen out of his pocket and write down his phone number uh, mm-hmm. and say, if all else fails, give us the call i really appreciate your help and thank you and with that he he nods and uh walks you to the door uh sounds like you guys have some some talking to do though
3: Mm -hmm. i think so oh yeah
0: yeah after you guys leave percy's house supposing you guys meet up somewhere where where would that where would you like that to be
1: well i would assume that we'd probably want to continue to meet in the upper district just in case we have to we don't want to have to spend the extra five dollars i mean five gold
3: mm-hmm.
1: so um maybe back at that same original coffee place sure that we that we yep. met at before it's
0: yeah it's not a bad rally point is what's face still there mr Byrne, Uh no, he he's long gone by now good that would have been really awkward
3: it would have
1: been. <laughs> He's on his, like,
0: fifth round.
2: Having yeah, a good old she's, time.
0: He's retired. He, he does whatever. But, um...
2: B eats her coffee cake that she bought, like, an hour before on the way back to the coffee shop because she realizes it's not going to make it
0: yeah, I <laughs> for her been... dad. I should be the one eating coffee cakes inside of a cafe being retired.
2: Do you want to share no. some? Bea you will would break be... off a piece. <laughs> Being a Blade you. is kind of like being
1: retired, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean,
2: you can kind of be retired and enjoy this coffee cake.
1: You're semi-retired.
0: It's... <laughs> Whatever. He'll just eat the coffee cake be happy. Oh. He'll actively choose to be happy. <laughs> so, what do we know so far? Well, let's see. She has basically been alone her entire life. Um, she never spoke to anybody. Ostracized by everyone, and I hate to say it, but it sounds like she found a patron. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. Judging from our lovely meeting with Miss Penelope, I would say she was a killer by the time she left the orphanage.
3: Like
1: that school uh, was terrible to her.
2: I think that school could have created the killer. Exactly. I was so close to being in there. For real. <laughs> and it was awful. B looks off in the distance and zones so out.
1: We weren't going to put you in that school, B.
2: It felt real.
1: Wait. It <laughs> we don't we don't have the B, authority to do that.
0: B you got too you into your role.
2: Marcus, fact, they I was beat so children. Into it, I forgot by
0: accent. Yeah.
2: They beat children. Yeah, it was freaking weirdos.
0: Needless oh. to say, that school made her the killer. Yes. I don't think she killed while she was there. What? Talk uh, about Percy Percy told Bun. me something interesting. He said that the answer disappeared, like popped out of existence. Popped What's out. speechless's other trick?
3: Invisibility.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You think that she
1: made the hamster invisible.
0: And they thought she killed it. And...
3: But invisibility wears off after a while.
0: It does. And just because the students never saw it again doesn't mean that an instructor saw it come back and to save face removed it.
1: So you think one of the instructors killed it? I... Would not be surprised. I think one of the instructors may have recruited her. Are you thinking that one of the instructors is like a blade or something?
0: If not a blade, then somebody who saw an opportunity and took it. Think about it. You've got an impressionable youth. You've got someone who is basically looking for any kind of positive attention at this point. Um, With no background to speak of. Yeah.
1: No family. No friends.
0: And then she happened to disappear the day before they are going to screw with her uh, Magnus lobe to many coincidences. Marcus, might I say you have a fine future of detective work ahead of you. Thank you very much. That means a lot coming from you. Now to fill in another gap in our knowledge. Our time in Alcatraz. Yeah. Hmm. When she was presumably depowered.
1: Presumably, but we know that that's not true because she killed again. Mm-hmm. So un- unless it grew back, which I how
0: mean, well documented is this procedure? Yeah. Do I we know anything? Me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mr. Mayor. How how well documented is this? Procedure to eliminate the Magnus lobe. Well, uh, it's definitely done by a doctor. So probably a Church of Horain, like Church of Horain, you know, doctor. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is like, how many cases has it happened? Do they know the long-term effects of it? Because if that happened while she was young, who knows what could have happened over the last... Oh, Next like, years. the, like, success? Uh, so, yeah. you could make... Well, B was the one that did the Arcana roll on it, right? Yeah, he did.
3: Yep. Yeah.
0: So, with the 17, if I'm remembering, um, without a Magnus lobe, you cannot cast spells. You, you physically cannot. There are spells that can restore that, such as regen- the re- Regeneration spell, which helps to regrow uh, missing body parts. That could be mm. used to restore someone's Magnus lobe, but yeah, apart from that, it does not regrow or develop on, it, like, on its own. Question about the history of the world at this point. During Speechless' time in, in um, Alcatraz, were there any high-profile or suspicious killings in that time frame? Mm, not that I can say specifically, yeah. no. Hey Chan was definitely of the upper class so yeah. you know as as for as far as class goes but yeah it didn't seem to be isolated to one particular class
2: got to be
1: that all of these people know something or they knew something or she was hired no it might be interesting
0: if uh, if we Talk to some folk in the local black market or underworld. See if uh, there was any kind of ghost or boogeyman going around that might have taken off people in a a fairly similar way. Things that wouldn't be on the radar of most people. What's another another dead criminal?
1: Yeah. Are you suggesting that we uh, try to hire a hitman?
0: No, no, no. I'm suggesting we try and find someone might have at least known
3: what was going on in that era. And actually, I know just a person asked. Uh um, oh.
0: I think Klaus might have a better idea of this than anyone else.
3: Do you think that we should go talk
1: to uh the what was his name again? The Alcatraz. Guy
0: McClave McClave
1: McClave McClave.
3: We
0: could mm-hmm. always split up again. If you guys you... want to go find some other folk, I can go have a little chat with Klaus. He might be willing to speak to me. I don't know if you will want other people to be around, but be happy taking a bit with me.
2: Yeah, that
0: has... makes it. Has Marcus explained to everyone what happened between you and him, or no? He hasn't. Okay. Yeah. All right then.
1: I'm fine with that. Oh, by the way, before we slip back up, tomorrow night uh, party. Theo's having a birthday party. It's like the fourth anniversary of his 150th birthday. Um, at the Silver Bullet Speakeasy. So uh, it's a bring bring guests. So all of you can come.
0: Oh, probably. This is a fancy party?
1: Much. you know upper middle district so
0: mm, yep it's not much of a speakeasy if you just bring everybody
2: it sounds
1: fun it's not really a speakeasy the way that you would know how speakeasies were Zephyr but
0: I know I know <laughs> okay
1: I'll let you I'll let you say the password when we go in the front is like a like a gun store you know <laughs> like <laughs> silver bullet
0: get it, you know. Okay. You 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 should have just let him think it was an actual speakeasy.
3: (laughs) I should have let him think that
1: liquor was illegal. (laughs) What a long game that would have been.
0: (laughs) You made it illegal again?
1: (laughs) Just for one night so we could have a speakeasy.
0: You're not in any place of government. You can't decide no. that. <laughs> how deep and how deeply involved are you in all this?
1: Uh, is I'm speak- No, I'm joking. Um, yeah, okay, so so you know, fancy. We're gonna we're gonna do a little retro, I think, you know, because that was Zephyr's idea. Being a little noir, you know, speakeasy ass. All right, hmm. Alcatraz McClave, McClave, Captain McClave, and you're going to go speak to Klaus. Okay. I guess you're coming with us, Halo. Uh, okay. I didn't forget about you this time.
0: I, I did. You <laughs> forgot I about forgot yourself. about yourself. Res- <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you guys split off to go talk to Mcclave and Klaus. Uh, so, yeah, Marcus, assuming you go probably to Mr. Green's, because I think that's where you most frequently meet him, right? Okay. Uh, Yeah, Mr. Green's usually where we meet. I think that he did give me the happy little bishop, so we could that. Yes, he did. He did do that. But yeah, I'd want to meet him over Mr. Green's. Okay. So getting to Mr. Green's, uh, you will see that he's not presently there. Uh, there is a chessboard in front of you, though. He never showed me how to use the the freaking bishop did be. Basically, the form of communication he showed you was a uh, random arrangement of pieces on the board uh, mm-hmm. with the two bishops on either side. Uh, something that could... It, it would have to be something that is not achievable during an actual game, otherwise they could accidentally contact them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you remember the configuration, you set up the pieces and the the vision around your eyes begins to get like slightly hazy as you feel like you're looking almost somewhere else uh, though you look across and you see uh, an empty chair hey uh, close do you have a second uh there's no response i guess what i'd just say uh it's important could you meet me at greens uh, still still no response. But uh, yeah, what do you what do you do after that? I go a drink from the bar and um uh, try and figure out how I can ever get in touch with him. Oh, yeah, an hour at least passes, uh, but you don't notice him coming in or leaving. I go back to the chess ward. Maybe I did something wrong, maybe I should is there a different way I can try and call to him? I assume we don't have his phone number. Uh, no, you don't. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go to Mr. Green and ask him if he's seen Klaus recently. Yeah, so you, you see Mr. Green, the, the big half-orc. He's cleaning out glasses, and you, you come up to him, and yeah, he, he shakes his head. And he's like, I haven't seen him in a little while, no. What was the last time you had seen him? Maybe a couple of days ago. Okay. That's yeah, disconcerting. Is everything all right,
3: Marcus? Hard to tell at this point. Probably not.
0: You get that with this line of work, I think. Yeah. i, mean, I got, got a question for you. Uh, and please forgive me if, I'm, if it's out of line. Um, mm-hmm. Were you operating back when Speechless was first active? Well, I didn't have the bar, but I was a blade. Before she started really becoming famous for her killings, was there anything odd about the uh, about our community, as it were, back then? Mm, not that I can think of, no. You have something in particular you're curious about. Well, Mark will kind of lower his voice a little bit, and- i i suspect that speechless was a, was taken on as an apprentice by someone and i think she had to practice and mm-hmm. i was trying to figure out number 1 who might have taken her under their wing i was trying to find out like if she a pattern. was laid of some sort if she was a blade, I don't think it was a, like an official thing. Not that mm. any of this really is. <laughs> but I don't think she was a blade in the, in the traditional sense. Something that doesn't fit. He gives you a curious glance and slides another drink to you. <laughs> Maybe this will help clear things up a bit, I think. Much appreciated. He would finish, uh, Martin would finish the drink and, uh, start to, I guess, walk out. He would probably walk in the general direction. I know he, there wouldn't be any general directions walking in. He's kind of walking and thinking. So, uh, everyone else, you were planning on going to the to a MLE office? I don't know if that's maybe.
3: Mm hmm. I'll leave it up to you.
0: So, Lux. Yeah. You mentioned that there is an actual, well, another Lux up there, right?
3: Uh, hmm.
1: She kind of like, gla- her eyes kind of like glaze over for a second. Like she's trying to recall something. She's like, ah. Uh... I mean i i'm i'm Lux.
0: yeah but you're a change like.
1: you see her just like kind of blink a couple of times and just like nod as if that's just kind of um been brought forward into the front of her mind uh, yeah i i yeah i am i i am
3: Damn. Yeah, the was there's it? go ahead.
0: Wasn't she a police officer as well?
1: She was my she was my roommate.
3: We lived together and I think she was I think she was studying to to be a
1: police officer of some sort i yeah i think so but i've she kind of like shakes her head a little bit like the like the memories are are in there but she can't get to them exactly sorry not always as as easy as as it seems, uh, yeah, but something like that. I I don't know what happened to her. It was so long ago. I think.
0: You think I... they you could change forms, mate? Oh, uh,
1: uh, sh- oh, oh! You you want me to be somebody else?
0: Yeah, just to keep it safe.
3: Yeah 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 I could sure
1: anyone anyone absolutely she's thinking about the last time that she uh changed prior to you know the mission at Roa how she um you know starting to become liquid a little bit uh and then she's like oh yeah i had uh i need like a like a like a bathroom or or somewhere private
0: no more private yeah is I, there I where know. private where she can change oh yeah definitely there's you guys are in the upper district there are restaurants with bathrooms
1: yeah uh pick a pick a nice restaurant and uh go in and go to the bathroom
0: yeah what does Lux change into
1: um yeah I think that she um just kind of takes in like maybe like an amalgamation of like people that are around. Mm -hmm. And, um, she comes out looking very human. So she comes out just, uh, kind of like a standard brunette with, with green eyes and, um, maybe a little shorter than she was before and and just kind of like grab grabs Zephyr's hand and and just walks out of the restaurant
0: i feel like looks just walked through like an avatar randomizer
1: yeah i mean <laughs> i think that she just like it was the 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 ask to like can you do this Um, was so kind of like unexpected that she didn't like she, she didn't want to like pick a, I don't know, she's not pick a personality, but like she couldn't like, um, put a finger on someone that she has been in the past. So she just made someone up. And it's probably, um, not something that she has done very often. So yeah, Mm -hmm. she just like went through and she was just like, yeah, green eyes, brown hair, pale skin, freckles. Five foot six, let's go. <laughs> and then just comes out of the bathroom wearing completely different clothing, by the way. Um, not dressed like Lux, like just dress like, you know, in jeans and like uh, I don't know, like it maybe like bell bottoms and a t-shirt or something like that, or or a nice like little dress, uh, and just grabs Zephyr's hand and drags him out. She just yeah, she <laughs> seems a little uncomfortable.
0: Are you okay?
1: I'm, yeah, I just, I don't know who this is.
3: I'm just somebody, but I don't know who, and it's weird.
0: Well, I don't think I understand, but I'll try to make this quick.
1: Okay, well, I'll try to explain it to you a little bit. Most of the time, when I'm somebody, I know who they are you know, Mm -hmm. or or I know what they looked like or, you know, what their name is, but I couldn't pick anyone in the restaurant because they would see and I couldn't pick out anyone on the street because what if they came into the restaurant? So I just kind of picked a bunch of different people. I see. So I, I don't know. And
0: the more familiar of the person, the better it is.
1: It's it makes it easier, for sure. I lie my way out of a paper bag. I had to, most of the time. I just, yeah, it's weird. I mean, I don't even. Who is it? Who is this person?
3: I don't know.
0: Well, I think you're you.
3: Yeah, but what if somebody asks me what my name is? Hmm.
0: What about Penelope? its form immediately just changes the Penelope. No! <laughs> oh God, <no. laughs> Perfect.
1: Um maybe Penny.
3: Penny's nice. Okay. Penny. All right. I'm I'm Penny. This is Penny.
1: Here, I'm ready. I'm I'm good. Yep. I'm I'm I can do it.
0: Alright. Uh me and Penny go to an MLE station
2: and B and Halo yep just walking I guess behind they
0: you
2: guys too. just tagging along just behind you guys not saying anything
0: you guys get to one of their offices uh, there's a bunch of Emily vehicles parked outside and yeah there's like a reception desk that's taking calls um, you guys walk up to the desk the receptionist look at, looks at you uh, yes can I help you uh, hi, we're hoping to get an interview with someone. An interview? Uh, with who? We're hoping to get one with Captain Mcclave of Alcatraz. Uh, okay. And what organization are you with? Uh, privates. I'm with the Wesley Investigation Company. Uh, she does a quick, like, search throughs like some documents, and she says, "I, I've never heard of." That organization. Uh, we're oh. very new. Oh, okay. Um, did you have a date in mind? Um, anytime. Maybe today. Uh, she, her eyes like go wide, and she says, oh, "I mean, Mr. Mcclave is pretty booked for at least a month or two
3: A month.
0: I, I could put you down for uh, the end of summer, maybe.
1: Uh, well, detective?
0: No, I think that would be necessary. Okay, and what was the... The organization was Wesley... What? Investigations. Okay, yeah, she she writes that down. Okay, well, um... I guess we'll... Have your name, at least, for... Next time you might come in.
1: I mean, isn't right, there anyone you. else we could... Possibly talk to? Maybe...
0: I mean, it, it depends on who you're looking for.
1: Well, I mean, I'll look over to Zephyr. I mean, we kind of.
0: This is well, kind I of mean... our only lead, lead moment. Yeah. Basically, we're uh, looking into the speechless case. She, she nods. I, I see. Can I, I like. Did you say your name in... was? Can I inside her? Yeah. Not twenty, but twenty-four. Seems like something just clicked to her. What did you say your name was? Quincy.
1: Quincy and Penny Wesley.
0: So as you as you say that, with your twenty-four insight, you see it unclick, and she's like, "That's not right." Okay, I must. Yeah, she like shakes her head, and she's like, "Oh, okay," and she doesn't write it down. She's like, "Okay." Um yes, well we'll have your organization on file next time you come in. Right. Uh thank you. Anyway. She she nods like no. I could have swore. Dude <laughs> she doesn't say that, but just the look like, on her face. Can I like awkward can I like try to like make her feel more awkward by like looking at her like in a weird way, like what a weirdo. Make a deception or intimidation check.
3: Ooh.
1: what
0: what's this 1d8
1: oh yeah that 1d8
0: Six. okay it's a 14 so you just kind of like give her a weird look like oh. basically the idea is like to make her kind of like make her think she's the weird one for asking that type of stuff really mm-hmm. so she'll hopefully like repress the memory yeah, yeah let's i'll just roll real fast
1: it's like a look like she thinks that she's heard the name Westley before, or okay.
0: Yes, uh that is exactly what that look is, and specifically uh it clicked when you said something about the speechless case. Uh but yeah, you like give her a weird look like, why are you even asking for my name when you already have my corp my company name? That's yeah. a little weird. It's not like you would need all those details she's like yeah whatever you you give her the weird look and she says uh sorry have a good night
1: oh i mean but there's nobody else that we could talk to you said that there might be in regards to the speechless case right so i mean it's kind of it's kind of like important
0: captain mcclave is the leading officer of the mle if i mean if you wanted to talk to him that'd be fine but
1: has to be a junior officer
0: yes of course
1: i mean somebody has to be heading up the case or even working on it and or maybe like a beat cop or something right
0: i suppose but this is stuff all well above my pay grade
1: i mean there must be somebody that you could point me in the direction of that it is uh, on their
0: pay grade i could schedule you an appointment with someone to to speak with this but i uh, it wouldn't be until tomorrow at least
1: mm, okay tomorrow sounds great
0: uh roughly what time
1: in the morning uh 10 a.m.
0: okay uh yes that's, that's fine um great quincy she, and she pencils here?
1: yeah quincy and penny Wesley. thank you westley uh, detective uh, agency mhm like pointing, Which is very up in this woman's face.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> oh my god,
0: Wesley, Wesley,
1: Wesley and Wesley Detective Agency.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we we'll keep changing our name every second.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, scratch that. We're getting new. We're getting new uh, cards printed. Wesley, and Wesley. Right. Um. Fantastic. Great. Great. Um. Can you let me? Can you let me know who we'll be speaking with so I know who to ask for tomorrow?
0: Uh, yes, uh, you'll be spe- be speaking to uh, Sheriff Peter.
1: Sheriff Peter. Great. Thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to this.
0: Yes, of course. Uh, ten, ten sound good for you? Ten,
1: ten, ten sounds perfect.
0: Alright. Uh, yes, come, come back here at that time and I'll have you scheduled to speak with him.
1: Great. Have a, have a wonderful evening.
0: That's a good one.
1: Yeah, I will.
0: Okay, so... She, like, um, lo-
1: loops her arms with Zephyr um, and, and walks
3: out.
0: What the okay. fuck? <laughs> what the
3: fuck was that? that uh, was wild.
0: Um, so you guys leave, and is there anything else you wanted to do for today?
3: Uh, no.
0: Want to do gift shopping for what's-face?
1: You want to what?
0: You want to do gift shopping for uh, Oh god!
1: That's right! Theo! Fuck!
0: I also think it would have made sense uh, if uh, you had received the invitation a while ago and then, you know, it's tomorrow, so you could have also bought the the gift a while ago too.
1: Oh yeah, Uh, let's just say I bought it a while ago. Okay. Oh my gosh.
0: So, uh, yeah, you guys have your meeting with Sheriff Peter tomorrow.
1: Fantastic. I tell everyone about it. I'm by uh, the way, have not I was- left this human form, just staying in it. Yeah. I mean, I, I really the information to uh I mean B and Halo were there, but to Marcus and just say that it kind of seemed a little like Zephyr got a weird vibe off the lady.
0: You didn't give her your names, did you?
1: We gave her Quincy and Penny Westling.
0: It's the last name.
1: I look mm. at Zephyr. I'm like, you gave the last name.
0: Well, it's sound like I'm alive or anything. That's well, true. We were interviewed by them, were we not? Fuck. During the whole murder investigation. Well, they never asked what my profession was. Very true.
3: And they don't know about me. She
0: says, like, pointing
1: to herself as a human.
0: Mm-hmm. Very, very true. Besides, the faith thing that gives me more of reason to be on the case.
3: True. Come on, Marcus, you have to come with us. Be happy to.
2: Yeah. Do I have to come?
3: Yes,
0: B.
2: <laughs>
0: you don't Do want to come? Okay. What so then we, to... we leave at the academy.
2: I don't want to go to the academy. What if you're just we go saying to that Because you're bigger than me. Yep. Oh, you're such a jerk. But also really funny. Good one. She goes to give you a high five.
0: <laughs> high five for back.
2: Ah, uh, we can get wawa in the morning. Oh, that sounds really nice. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, we've been eating speaks, a lot
0: speaks. of wawa recently. Is that healthy? Um.
2: Um. I would like to think Mm -hmm. of Wawa as a lifestyle. Why why are you judging my choice?
0: First he tells you to change the way you look. Then he questions the way you eat.
1: Is not really sounding like a good boyfriend.
0: (laughs) Did you know bread makes you fat?
1: Bread Bread makes makes you you
0: fat? fat. fat. All right. So um, if there's anything else you guys would like to do, For the remainder of the evening or in the morning before the meeting with Sheriff Peter?
1: No, I have nothing. I'm good.
0: All right. Yep. Yeah, you guys arrive at the station, and yeah, Peter's office is is open for you guys. You see him. uh, He's wearing uh, a white shirt with like suspenders. Uh, You can see his like badge proudly on his desk. Uh, and he's kind of like holding his suspenders as you guys walk in. Uh he's got, you know, the the whole like mutton chops and mustache thing going on. Uh and yeah, he says, Uh, you must be Quincy Wesley. Indeed. And this is my wife Penny. Hi. Uh yeah, he outstretches a meaty hand.
1: Yeah, she'll shake his you hand. For the
0: word chonky. Yes, chonky. He says, now I do understand that you're interested in this speechless case. Is that right? Indeed we are.
1: Yes, very much so.
0: Well, I'm sure you civilians are mighty concerned with the state of things, but I would like to assure you that we have our most top investigators on the case. And that exactly. you That's have here. nothing to worry about. He snaps his suspenders.
1: Um. Well, uh, uh, I don't think that we're really worried. Are 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 you,
3: Quincy? Not at
0: all. As You're well, wrong. you shouldn't be. We were hired to do the case, in fact. Well, that is interesting. I do not know, nor have I heard of your. Wesley Investigation Company. Or new. Very new. Well, if you're so new, maybe you let a case such as this to the uh, professionals, if you get what I'm saying.
1: Well, snaps
0: the suspenders again.
1: Quincy has. uh, uh, She Uh, just kind of (laughs) stops.
0: Oh boy. Zephyr is just giving, like, the biggest, like, smug. Grant he can muster. Like, <laughs> oh, you want professional. Mm-hmm. Say, Sheriff.
3: hmm How close are you? Close as in what?
0: Precisely. To speechless. Well, as you may know, that's a bit confidential, should we say. Civilians are mm-hmm. aren't privy to that Kind of information, but I assure you, we would we, we have the situation under control. Right I do a read on this him. guy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Marcus definitely insight this guy as well. Third, we yeah. Do go ahead. on this dude. Everyone insight.
1: Fourteen.
0: Fourteen. Fourteen. Ah. Twenty-five. Oh what is with these insight rolls? I don't know, but I hope it stays like this. Uh Marcus, it seems like this guy might. Might know what he's doing. Um <laughs> Zephyr, he just sees you guys as like freelance investigators who are in way over their heads uh and, and have no idea what they're what they're dealing with. Uh Lux, you get somewhere in between that.
3: I don't know about this guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. He's not be super helpful. Uh, Marcus would say, I look, sir, are you- Philly, you know what you're talking about. Um, We've been been on this for a little while, my friends and I. Have you figured out how she got her powers back? Well, I'm not of, uh, (coughs) let's say, uh, arcane speciality. But if I were to say, she would have had to get them back before she escaped. That's very astute of you, yes. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. no one escapes Alcatraz. Well,
1: did she kill anyone? Her. Did she kill anyone when she escaped?
0: Mm-hmm. Not that I heard him, no.
1: Oh, that's kind of lucky, considering she's like a serial killer, and she mm-hmm. happened to not kill anybody on her I way out of Alcatraz. she was saving
0: her magical potential for escaping magical potential that you stripped from her. And she was able just to walk out of prison. Yeah. I'll tell you what, she, she would not have been able to get out of there on her own. So she had help.
3: Hmm. We
0: MLE officers pride ourselves on our security. This is M- a strange case indeed.
1: Were there MLE We're- officers at Alcatraz that day.
0: They're the ones that got it, yes. Okay. What was Is your there,
3: question, Marcus?
0: Are you insinuating that one of your MLE officers helped her escape? Let's getting that vibe, too. Yeah, so he kind of <laughs> like looks off. He's like, I cannot vouch for the integrity of every MLE officer that comes to our program, but I will say our methods and our teachings are very strict.
1: So it's a possibility, then, is what you're
3: saying.
0: That's right. I'd say it's a downright guarantee. With what people can do with magic, sometimes the most unthinkable can happen.
1: Are you not? You're an MLE officer. Are you not astute with magic,
3: you said?
0: No, ma'am. I don't touch the stuff.
3: It's liquor or something.
0: (laughs) Gotta stay
1: away from that magic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, ma'am. I was brought onto the program before they were implementing arcane means.
1: Right. Okay. But all of most of the current officers, especially the ones that are guarding spellcasters and stuff, they would be using arcane means.
0: I believe so, yes.
3: Hmm.
0: All right. One last question from me, if you don't mind. Um, you don't happen to have the visitation logs for speeches, do you? There are no visitation logs for anyone being held in Alcatraz.
1: Do you have the logs of who was guarding her that day?
0: I'm sure they have them there, but that is not my department.
1: So, (laughs) how would I obtain those logs?
0: He looks at you like you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) A fair assumption. Ma'am, those are strictly confidential to our organization. Okay. We have in we have pending investigations going on within the MLE, I assure you.
3: Uh-huh.
0: If this speechless had help, we will find out who.
3: Mm.
0: Sure you will.
3: Yeah,
1: you guys sound really good at your jobs.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he kind of, like, holds on to his suspenders, like, Gives a little proud look. Looks at the American flag he has mounted on his wall.
2: <laughs> what flag? What? American I did
0: What?
1: <laughs> the 10th kingdom flag. The 10th kingdom flag?
2: No, he just has the American flag in there. Everybody's I don't like, even what's know that? where I
0: got these. Good looking flag, though.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: <laughs> shit.
0: Oh, boy. Okay. Well, if that's it from us, then
3: that's all like I Like I
0: said, you just leave this to the professionals, as they say. Right. right. That's why we're staying on the case. He <laughs> mumbles and walks away. <laughs>
3: nice. nice meeting you.
0: She leaves, too. Mm-hmm. As uh, as Zephyr and Lux walk away, Marcus kind of lean close to him and say, look, you know what you're doing. And my friend Charles was one of the most recent victims. I would greatly appreciate any kind of information that you might have to help bring this woman to justice. So he gives you a very sympathetic look, something you weren't expecting from a guy like this. And he nods, he says, I'm mighty troubled to hear that. Thank you. I would uh, very much like to see this come to an end before anyone else gets hurt. I've lost a friend. I don't want to see anyone else get hurt. He nods and he says, I think we have the same mindset. If you need anything, and he slides his phone number across the table, mm-hmm. you let me know. Okay. Yeah, he looks at it, takes it, and slips it into his shirt pocket, and he says, Will do. Marks would uh, give him a little smirk, mm-hmm. wink at him, and walk out. I uh, was not anticipating you guys wanting to talk to an MLE guy. Hope that, that was us. <laughs> I hope that wasn't too. Uh, um, Ad lib. Amazing.
2: That was amazing. It was that great. Was great.
0: Okay. No, that was so great. great. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What does this guy sound like?"
1: Foghorn Leghorn.
0: I just immediately thought of the guy from Knives Out. <laughs> oh, boy.
2: You killed the accent. Thank, oh, man, thank you. this is so good.
0: All right. So is there anything else you guys would like to do before uh, we wrap up the episode?
1: No, I, I think I'm good.
0: Go to the party. Go yeah. to the party. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you guys get to the party. Uh silver speakeasy is decorated with... Uh, it's normally, like, what would you say the, the color of the interior was? I was thinking of, like, maybe, like, a deep blue with, like, silver uh, yeah. trim.
1: Yeah, I definitely think that that's kind of, like, the vibe. And it's just, like, very lush. Like, there's, like like, velvet and mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's just very much, like, giving off that vibe of, like, a place that mobsters would hang out back in the 30s, I guess, or like whatever the equivalent of the 30s. Very rich yeah. gangsters.
0: The 1830s. Uh, the 1830s. So there's all manner of guests here people you've seen in passing, people you've had, you know, long discussions with if you've seen them in the restaurant, uh, and people you've never known. But um, yeah, there's like, hors d'oeuvres there's you know light piano music playing and theo seems to be like incredibly busy uh he sees you lux uh his eyes like light up and he rushes over and and gives you a a brief like kiss on each cheek and little hug and he says i i'm sorry i i have to he seems to be like very frazzled right now this is the most you've ever seen him like
1: yeah, she'll just like put a, a hand on his uh, shoulder and just be like, it's fine. i just, I got you some champagne. I know you don't need any more but what else could you get a man on his 150th birthday? Um, go, 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 go. I'll
0: yeah, so he, he grabs it and like uh, winks at you as he like makes a clicking sound with his mouth and then he rushes off.
1: He's really nice. You know, mm-hmm. I, I played at his restaurant opening. She's explaining to, to Zapper. Mm. What? <laughs> He's
0: nice. Nothing, nothing. But questions. Like, yes. What, what does Lux look like right now?
1: Oh, she looks like Lux. Yes. She's, yeah, cool. she, she came me. as Lux. Yeah. No, she didn't come as Penny.
0: <laughs> so how are each of you, how are each of you dressed?
1: Lux is wearing a dress that is similar to the one that she wore uh when they were on the ship doing the interrogation um it's just like a a a simple like silky black dress with with a high slit and like a little bit of like a little fur thing it's more like it's much more like a like a noir type of dress that's like very uh curve hugging you know and then the the like just a little bit of uh like a the fur stole that hangs uh on our shoulders sometimes, or at our wrists.
0: So. And high heels. Uh, what about uh, Zephyr? Pretty standard kind of outfit for him. Like slacks, white shirt, suspenders. Not kinda a three-piece suit? Fine, it will a three-piece suit.
1: Oh, it's the fancy party. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, what about mm, Marcus? Marcus is wearing his kind of Usual get up him. he has to come into the higher, the upper district, but he's also walking with his special cane. Oh, nice. And how about B?
2: B is wearing the exact same outfit she wore to the first time they went to Captain Phillips for the marksman competition, which happened to also be the dress that she wore to Penelope's preparatory school because this is the only nice dress that she owns. Oh. So, I mean, she also doesn't like wearing dresses, so, like, don't pity her. <laughs> but it's um a green dress and, like, the, like, skirt of the dress. And then, like, the torso, chest area of the dress is, like, a plaid. And then it's collared. And then the sleeves are just, like, a forest green.
1: That's really cute.
2: And then, hold on, I got a picture. And then she's got, like, the classic Mary Janes and, like, white socks on. Just killing it. It has pockets, and she sticks food into the pockets. (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) I love B.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so um, you guys mill around for a bit, uh, get to talking with people. And eventually, you will see Theo uh, stand up on a chair and raise his glass. Everyone... Uh, kind of hushes down uh, as they look to see him uh, smiling uh, as he smiles at everyone else. Uh, He looks at the five of you and and nods. Thank you all for coming to celebrate my 150th birthday. Truly, it is a gift in and of itself to have such great friends and family, though I would prefer actual gifts, too. Nevertheless... I owe a great deal of success to those who have helped support me and my crazy dream for this restaurant. I'm sure I speak for the majority when I say making it in the 10th kingdom isn't exactly easy. But my dream for this restaurant was for a place to escape the hard days and long hours and feel as if you were among the best. After all, you all are without a doubt the best I know. And I very much think that dream has come true. So I'd like to propose a toast. My first class kind of people. And um, as he raises his glass, everyone else does as well. He looks at you, Lux, and does a quick wink. And I need everyone to make a perception check.
2: I really hope he's about to like piece the heck out like Bilbo.
0: Yeah, really Bilbo vibes.
2: Uh, I'm
1: gonna give somebody a bardic. Not oh gosh, you. Zephyr. It's gotta be B.
2: Zephyr's drunk. B. Zephyr is
1: drunk. Come on, B.
2: Come on, B. Come on, B. If B. I get Come on, enough, B. drunk enough to
0: remind me of my old oh, favorite place.
2: Pressure me. <laughs> I'm bardicking you. Oh, oh no. Can and I it's pressure- a D8. Yeah. Can I give one to Marcus too? At eleven.
0: Uh, so you. it's it's just whoever got the highest. That's that's oh, fine. That's uh, that's wait, me.
2: Wait. Oh, does it matter? Because oh, Marcus, it I was works. gonna use. Um... Never mind. This isn't an ability check. JK. Never mind.
0: Uh, perception is an ability check.
2: Give it to me. Give me the flash of genius. Okay. Um. I will do flash of genius for Lux and give her plus three.
0: Okay. So, so Lux, you hear like this small, high-pitched sound. And uh I'm going to try my best to imitate it for you.
3: Okay.
0: Uh it sounds like this. And you turn around and see outside the window a small hamster.
1: Out outside the window?
0: Mm-hmm. And it's just looking inside.
1: It's but... I'm gonna grab.
0: As you turn around, you will watch as Theo falls to the floor.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna scream. Well, this is the um, complete opposite of what I thought was gonna happen. This is exactly what uh, I thought was gonna else. happen. Someone
0: everyone gasps. Much. Out. I
2: thought he was gonna peace out.
0: Uh, everyone gasps uh, and immediately, like, back away so someone can like take a look at him halo pulls out his diamond and goes to cast revivify on theo with no luck the diamond remains and the spell fails
2: lock the doors lock the doors lock the doors somebody lock the doors oh my god yes call the police just, like nobody's doing anything I like uh, that yeah they're, they're and-
0: just like in stunned silence yeah.
2: I let battle be in. Zephyr will go I lock to the the door. door. I let uh, battle be in.
0: Which window is the hamster at? Lux, do you do you say anything? Uh, yes, Marcus right, hasn't noticed. He absolutely, hasn't
1: noticed. I grab Marcus. Uh, like I, that's what I was turning around to do, and I was I I probably had like my hand on his shoulder when Theo fell. I'm gonna be like, "There's a hamster outside."
0: Uh, you point at the window. You saw it, and there's nothing there. I know what she what's the weather I like outside? Uh it's a clear night. Unless you want me to roll for it. <laughs> oh no, it's fine. I, I, I think I imagined what you were wanting me to say. Yep. Um <laughs> <laughs> yep. oh, uh, my my, my first instinct my first instinct to say is is that it's a clear night because I hate rain, but I can always <laughs> roll for weather if you want. No no, that's, that's fine. Um, the terrible day for rain. Terrible day for rain. Mm-hmm. Hell's face, is, it's not going to rain on Theo's birthday. Um,
1: Theo died on his birthday.
0: Well, the anniversary of his birthday. Oh, no. Is the um, window, like, is it, like, is it out of, is it above everybody, or is it, like, at, like, person level? Uh, so you're, you're on the first floor. Okay. Um, it the windows like... don't go top to like top to bottom. There's a okay. little sill. So this person would have to be like right outside the door or outside the window. Um,
1: and as know. you guys kind
0: of like panic, uh, you hear the sound of sirens.
1: This is not good. Should we go? Should we stay? What do we?
0: Yes, um... Let's see. Um, I feel like the licensed magic user and the non-magic users might want to stay. And the magic user and perhaps the one who just went to the MLO, we all did that for a thing.
1: Oh yeah, we all went there. We all went there. You gave him your number.
0: I did, yeah. They know that we were here because we were invited. You have the invitation, right? I have the
1: invitation. That's good, yeah, I, I mean, but I she just kind of like she's like, "I didn't go to the office.":
0: Yes, true. you did.: Uh, what is Lex's face? Uh, some people are like trying to hold Theo up and like fanning him, hoping um, he'll wake up. Uh, you see like just anguish on Halo's face as, as he knows it's like too late
1: uh she looks absolutely shell shocked like uh she's just like it's this look of complete disbelief that she because it's so odd cuz he like looked at her and he like winked at her and stuff and then and then he died it was almost like it was planned she uh, will find a place to sit. She, I mean, she's, like, she screamed. She was trying to get people to get police. And she, ah.
0: um, I think like things like start happening in slow motion. Um, there's police oh, yeah. officers that arrive in the scene and you just kind of see them blurry passing by. Uh, there's uh, Hurt of Horraine. Uh, priestesses and priests who who come in to tend to the body uh, but it seems no attempts at vivification are are possible Uh, and you you see them drag um, a sheet over him covering his face uh, as he's taken away
3: oh my god oh my god he's dead he died yeah, several will go and sit next to her. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to say? I mean,
1: this, isn't, this is not going to look good for us. This is the second time she's killed someone and we've been there.
0: Which is why we shouldn't run. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but that kind of seems like a pattern. Doesn't it? Now there's a pattern.
0: Now there's a pattern. The one pattern is that we're present. And after years of not having a pattern, she finally is making one.
1: Who helped her get out of there? That's what we need to figure out.
0: I think we might find out soon. Yeah. Zephyr? Yeah. Could you please make an investigation check for me? Well, do.
2: I'll give you um, a bardic.
0: Okay. Uh, Casey, this is a ability check if you would like to flash a genius. Add that okay, goodbye to two. So 20 in total? Yep. Uh, there is something else that might link the recent murders. Can you think of what it might be? Oh, are they I know a guy's? Yep.
2: If somebody, if James kills Jerome, I'm gonna riot. Yeah. <laughs> I will drive back to North Carolina.
0: Do you ask B if she knows anyone? B, do you know a guy?
2: I would like to first state that I'm very glad that I did not mention Scribble. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yes.
0: We might want to go check up on him.
2: Our, uh, why? Is speechless just killing? Speechless killing people we
1: know? Well. People we've gotten help from?
0: That looks like our pattern now.
2: Uh-oh. I'm gonna call Jerome to tell him to get out of town. There was
1: a
0: hamster
1: on the sill.
0: Wait. A hamster? M-
1: yeah, making this noise.
0: Like... yeah, like, like the hamster?
1: Yeah, like, the- like Mr. Muffins. Whatever his name was. What if she... <laughs>
3: I think we have uh, the same idea.
1: But now we're looking for a hamster.
0: But no.
1: What What are you thinking of?
0: You know how she's doing the killings. Through the hamster. She doesn't have to look at them. She just needs to see them through the hamster.
1: Familiar. That's a familiar... Oh shit. We gotta find a hamster that's killing people. Do you know how crazy that sounds?
0: (laughs) This is my weirdest case thus far. I've seen some weird shit.
1: I need a drink. I need a drink. I need a smoke. I need something. I need using the hamster to kill people. That's why
0: I need my publisher. Need to update my memoir.
1: Or like all the police in there already and stuff.
0: Uh, the police are currently like talking to people, getting their stories of what happened.
1: Wow, are there any police yeah. that we re- recognize in there that mm-hmm. maybe we interacted with before? Okay, good. No.
0: Yeah, um, privilege For right now, just embrace lux. Can anybody detect magic?
1: No. Mm-mm. Hello.
0: Um, no, but I think shouldn't MLE officers be able to do that?
1: Oh, that's a good point. Yep. Marcus
0: looks for the nearest Emily officer. Um, so there are, seem to be like Emily officers doing a variety of tasks. Uh, there are people like questioning, people uh, marking out the crime scene. And then you also see someone holding up uh, a uh, hefty tome uh, and they're sort of like uh, chanting incantations, um, sort of like waving their hand about the room. Would Marcus be able to figure out what they're doing? Uh, you could make an Arcana check. Uh, and hard, hard to say. Uh, they might be using magic to like, get a sense of what happened. Like Maybe there's magic that can replay recent events. Um, okay. you're, you're not sure. All right. Um, I probably wouldn't want to interrupt him, but is there somebody like, near him who might be observing? There's definitely uh, – there's Emily officers talking, so you could talk to one of them. Great. Uh, Mark's uh, head over there to one of them and say, hey, um, has anybody checked for magic outside the windows? Like, outside the building? Yeah, so she's, uh, like – she's basically treating you like you're panicking, even though you sound relatively calm. Uh, So she's, like, holding her hands up in a non-threatening way. Yes, we, we have the perimeter locked down. We are doing sweeps. Yes, yes, but detect ma- detecting magic. Yes, yes, we if, we can do that. Good. And please make sure that there's no invisible persons around here. We we're 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 looking. I, I promise. Just. we we'll, we'll, We we have this under control. We do. Okay. I have reason to believe that she's using a familiar. A familiar. Yes, a hamster. A small, itty-bitty dribble, about, and I cut my hands, about this size. Where, where did you... She, like, takes out a notepad, and she says, where, where did you see this hamster? It was, in the, it was on the windowsill, and he point. But Theo was killed in the restaurant. Yes, and how do familiars work? Well, they can only deliver spells via touch. And they're wizarding partners see through their eyes. They they can, yes. So if perhaps somebody need to cast a spell, then they need to see somebody. She takes a deep breath and she says, "Um, are you a registered spellcaster? No, I have no magic to me whatsoever. Okay, um, this requires some intrinsic knowledge of spells. I'm, uh, it, it's difficult to explain, but the fine familiar... Ability only allows you to cast spells with a range of touch through your familiar. It does not matter what the components or requirements of the spell are, they cannot be cast through a familiar unless they are touch. Marcus wouldn't know this. So yeah. Uh, Mark not let it drop because he wouldn't know this. (laughs) Yeah, so she's like trying to explain it to you, and Marcus is like nodding. His nodding is getting slower, like Oh, okay, this is getting too deep. <laughs> yep, yep. Marcus just kind of throws his hands up and goes, "I." Um, B, did you say you wanted to try and call uh, Jerome?
2: Yes, B wants to find like a payphone or a phone somewhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Which this is a nice place; they probably just have a phone somewhere, so she can call mm-hmm. Jerome.
0: Okay, so yeah, you you pick up the phone. He's your boss, basically, so you you know his number. And the phone starts ringing. We do a quick cut over to Jerome in his garage. Uh, he's got a headset on uh, that's like hooked to his pants as he's like working on his ride, and we can see the phone ringing uh, on his counter, but he doesn't seem to notice.
2: Beach. Oh, he's not answering.
1: We we can go there. We can go after. Oh wait, you're not close to us. Never mind.
2: We will walk back after she's like, he didn't answer. I
1: mean, we can go after, right? We can we can go later and, and make sure he's okay.
2: Yeah, just stop by. Um wait, where is his um shop in the lower district? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll just swing by before I go home. Ah.
0: I think we'll come with you.
2: Yeah, we'll come with
1: you. We'll drop you off.
0: It really sucks.
2: I'm sorry yeah. about your friend.
1: Thanks. He was, he was a
3: great guy. He, and it's my fault. It's because I knew him.
1: Seth oh
0: will just try to comfort her, just pull her in.
1: She's just gonna like hug him, lean into him. It's my fault. It's my fault. And I can't. I don't know, even know how to stop this. I don't know how to fix it. I, there's nothing I can do.
0: Look, this is never easy. Promise you will find her.
3: Okay. I look up at him. I believe you. I trust you. We'll find her.
0: Man, this party sucks. (laughs) Um. So yeah, the cops finish uh, their investigation and kind of like close down the building. Eventually, everyone is ushered outside, and you guys are going to head to Jerome's. Yeah. So uh, you guys begin driving there, uh, assumedly in your Jeep.
2: Yeah, I assume Um, that the... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Didn't we take the Zap train?
0: Uh, The Zap train doesn't run in the Middle District.
2: Oh, so we took the Zap train back to the Middle District from the party. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And then wait, no, the
0: the party is in the middle district.
2: Oh, I don't know why I was thinking it was in the never mind. It's in the
0: upper middle middle district.
2: district. Gotcha. I was like, wow, this is like in the upper district. Anyway, yes, we will take my Jeep.
0: Okay. Um, what is the like is everyone just quiet in the Jeep as you guys roll along?
1: Uh yeah. Lux Mm -hmm. is just like I think she's just kind of like sitting in the back, like kind of leaning up against the I think it's the bar or whatever. The Jeep doesn't have windows, right? It just is like
0: no no windows.
1: No top. Yeah. So she's just like leaning. Windows are optional. Windows are optional. She's just kind of like leaning against like the bar. Um, she's like pulled that fur like up over her shoulders and it's just despondent is a is a good word for it Mm -hmm.
0: all right so uh as you guys get on your way um yeah b you turn down the familiar street of jerome's uh you see his garage in the distance um you pull up immediately he like turns around to like say we're closed uh but then he sees it's you and a bunch of your friends he says oh uh b good to see you what what are you doing here so late
2: Hey, um, wait. Does off off the record? Does Jerome know B is a blade?
0: I uh, don't think so.
2: Okay, I couldn't remember. Hey, so there. Um, how do I put this? Uh, there's a killer on the loose, and we're pretty sure that she's killing people we know. And I think you should leave town for a few weeks. Just be safe.
0: I'm kind of a joke. What are you talking about?
2: No. Why would I lie to you?
0: I did. I don't know kind of like gives you a worried look.
2: We were just at a party and my my friend's my friend's friend who it was his party. He was killed and we think the connection is that this person, her name is Speechless. Um she's killing people that we oh. know and I think you should just leave town to be safe for a few
0: weeks. You said Speechless? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that uh I heard about her. She, uh, she killing people. Oh.
2: Yes, and she's killing people we know. And I think you should leave, just to be safe.
0: I need everyone to make perception checks, please. Oh no! Oh, shit. <laughs> she's going two for two tonight. Oh my god.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got a fourteen. I don't have any more. Ah ah ah. Flash of genius. Okay, Marcus got a sixteen. Seek. Okay. Oh, I should have used
1: guidance.
0: Let's see. That's two GM. Now it's public.
3: Okay.
0: Um. So, Marcus. Yeah. You get the eerie sense that someone is watching you, uh, and you hear like these subtle footprints on the pavement coming closer. In which direction? Uh, From down the street. Um, I like to kind of nonchalantly uh, set my backpack on the ground and uh, start to rifle through it as if I haven't noticed anything. Make a deception check. Okay. Close, but no cigar. Uh, The footsteps proceed to walk closer. Um, I would kind of shift my body weight so I would face kind of a building As if I was trying to get more light into my pack and try Um, and use my periphery to see if there's anybody physically walking down the street. So uh, you hear the footsteps coming from that direction. Can everyone see the map?
2: Sadly, I can see the map. What direction are they coming from?
0: Uh, They're coming from this direction. All right. Um, So if there's no person over there, hmm i would like to not die today um i had like to pull three vials of the powdered laxative out of my pack
3: mm-hmm. and
0: throw them in a general direction hoping that the powder would either reveal them or get on them somehow
2: i love this
0: do with Marcus, um, I finally
1: you do. the powdered <laughs> laxative has come in handy. Comes full
0: full circle here.
1: Looks like watching Marcus like fuck around with his backpack, and is like, "What are you doing?"
0: So, let's see. It would be. Are you just trying to get it in her path, or it would it be a blind her? toss? But probably, I they'd have to break, so it'd, be, it'd probably be in her path. Um, preferably, kind of like. Around or generally right at her feet, so her pres- her current position, you can hear her is right mm-hmm. there. Okay. Then I'd um, probably wait for her to get low I wouldn't wait too long because I don't want her to be in range of things. So, mm-hmm. um, if I thought I could make a fairly well-laned toss over there, I'd take that. Okay. Uh, she walks. A little closer. She's now here. There, sixty feet. Mm-hmm. Sixty feet is long range, isn't it? her thrown thrown weapon. Yes. Cool. Let me double check on something real fast.
2: Here to um, run up. You guys, it'd
0: be a blind shot. I. I don't know. If you, you already if have to disadvantage, to you already have disadvantage because she's invisible. Yeah. Yeah. If you were to run up to her, would that be a? Would you get a surprise round? Uh, only if she's surprised. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So everyone, you you guys see as you guys are talking to uh Jerome about a killer, you see Jerome start going through his bag, and you hear the clinking of uh, many laxative bottles. Um. All right, Mark. Marcus, Marcus what are is you doing? is going to throw those things at this point. Um, and because he's got the uh, sharpshooter feet. Uh, long range does not impose uh, disadvantage on range weapon attacks. Uh, but her being invisible does. Right, so it's not going to be like a double advantage kind of thing. It'd just be like standard disadvantage. I'm not trying to precisely hit her, just the area. So it's like within a 5 to 10 foot area. Um, yeah, go ahead and make an athletics check to throw it at her.
1: Damn it. I'll give um, you a bardic. Can I give him a bardic or no? It's too late. Well, he
0: hasn't—he hasn't explained what he's doing, right? Yeah, he, they don't know at this point. I was trying oh. to be as still as possible so you oh, wouldn't know what I was doing.
1: Yeah, then she just has no fucking idea what you're doing. Okay. Yeah.
0: So yeah, you throw the laxatives. They land just like around here, and you hear like the figure stop walking.
1: What are you doing, Mark? What are you doing? Why did you just throw bottles? Get of him lax-
0: inside. It's at that point that you will see the figure emerge from invisibility. Uh, You see Speechless standing there. Uh, She's wearing like torn pants, uh, these large boots, uh, a sort of like white stained tank top. And you see her violet eyes sort of in the darkness uh, against her. And the light is like shining against her, her pale skin. Uh, and she's kind of grinning this thick smile.
1: Oh no. Get Jerome inside. Jerome, you have to is get for, inside.
0: Um, is that for like, block Jerome? Like, jump in front of him? Well, before that happens, I oh, mean, everyone god. select their tokens. oh <laughs> <and laughs> yeah. initiative. At the...
2: Oh, Marcus. Oh my god.
0: Okay. It's for her. It's for her. You he got a
2: 10. Okay, that's... Oh. Damn, Lux. Oh,
0: damn, Lux. <laughs> yeah, Lux. Oh, man. Right behind you. Yeah. So... Oh, Halo. Halo. I forgot Halo.
2: Maybe Halo. Sorry, baby Don't Halo. forget the baby.
0: You got 9.
2: I'd be spooked.
0: It's like... I imagine the scene going down, like, in slow motion. Everyone's, like, speechless. But Zephyr's, like, Halo... <laughs> so lux you are first to act
1: oh that i hate that for me honestly um she's not wearing metal is she no it's worth asking yeah um uh, uh i'm gonna cast slow okay uh wait just what's the range oh good 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 it's that good good range uh on on speechless um, yeah, I'm going to cast Slow. That's a DC 16. Um, that's a wisdom saving throw. Uh,
0: what does it look like when you cast your Slow spell game?
1: It just looks like she whips out her violin from, you know, she's always got it on her. And, um, she play a few notes and just flicks it with the, um, the bow towards Speechless. And it's just this, um oddly, very quick moving bars and notes that just kind of encapsulate the area and like slow down as they do. So they move very quickly and when they get to that area they just slow down. uh,
0: So you begin casting the spell. We see like the bars and the notes and it's gradually getting slower uh, Mm -hmm. and you just hear her like in your mind stop uh and for a second you're startled you continue to try to cast the spell but again she just says stop uh and before you know it you lose control of the spell and it is countered
1: okay all right okay okay i see you speechless
0: is that the end of your turn
1: uh, I feel like I should probably just maybe take a couple of steps back. Um, so I'm just going to take a couple of steps back. Um, I have three bardics left and I'm going to give one to Marcus. Okay. Good
3: luck.
0: <laughs> Wait. Um, Marcus, that's your turn. This might end badly.
2: Oh, yeah. And-
0: I have a question because I was a dumbass and didn't write this down the mm-hmm. seven sessions ago. Um, with my conversation with Klaus, he had mentioned the name of his guild, and I don't remember what it is. The Dark Game. The Dark Game. Um, Mark is going to leave his backpack on the ground. Uh, he's going to carry his thing um, with him. He's got gonna, to he's gonna start walking at a normal pace towards her. Um, mm-hmm. And he gets about there and he would take the piece, the, the white bishop out of his pocket, and ask her if she's playing the game. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs>
3: um,
0: so as you were saying that, uh, you see her like about to cast a spell and she kind of looks at you And shakes her head, and she says, Not anymore, no. Who are you? My name is Marcus. Are you Layla? She nods. Uh, What is Marcus's expression right now? A veiled attempt to keep absolute sheer terror off of his face. Mm Mm-hmm. Would you make a deception check? I will try. (laughs) That didn't go well. So she looks at you. Though you are able to walk forward, she notices the, the hesitation, and she just, like, smirks. Pretty brave. Walk up here. You know I could kill you instantly, right? Yes. All it would take is one word. That is true. But you could have killed me several
3: times over by now. Damn right.
0: Credit where credit's due. You're damn near perfect. Better than perfect. Probably. She looks past you and everyone else. Uh, what is everyone else doing? I think Zephyr's uh. trying to, to he's going to try and guard uh, Jerome. Mm-hmm. He's, he's still name? inside the garage at this point. So uh, the garage is like over here.
1: So you better guard yourself
0: i can just move freely or yeah uh well uh so i just wanted to know what everyone's look like everyone's reactions are
1: just like i I'm shocked like lux is when marcus starts to move that way she like reaches out almost as if to stop him and then puts a her hand down because she's like i don't i don't know what he's gonna do
0: uh, uh I would say Zephyr looks determined, but inquisitive. Like, he's seen serial killers before, but mm-hmm. he's interested Lux in what's happening.
1: Lux is worried. Like, she's got tears in her eyes. She's It's not going well
0: for her. Um, I think uh, the amount of time for Speechless's turn is up, so she doesn't do anything. Beatrice, do you do anything?
2: Ooh, that freaks me out. Um... Does she look nimble and athletic?
0: Uh, she does seem... What
2: about Dexterous?
0: Uh, she, she does seem... <laughs> you gotta leave that to the roll. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh,
2: okay. Uh, I'm going to hold a level 2 catapult to throw at her.
0: What do you start levitating off the ground getting ready to levitate?
2: It's gotta be five pounds. Um, probably just a big rock.
0: Okay, so... Uh, yeah, the, the rock starts to... Like,
2: but it's only, like...
0: Wiggle slightly.
2: But it's only gonna move if, like, she... Because mm, I can if... either do that, or I can aid and give everybody... I can give Lux, Zephyr, and Halo plus five. And that'll mm-hmm. increase their max hit points.
1: Mm-hmm. Do the aid if you... Okay,
2: cool, cool, cool. Because I was about to be like, well, she can just cast Catapult when she, like, makes an aggressive move, but, like, literally she's being aggressive right now. She's mm-hmm. <laughs> totally aggressive. So B is going to cast Aid. Uh, what's Halo's hit points? 41. Okay, she is going to, she chooses three three creatures, so she's going to do Zephyr, Lux, and Halo. So their hit point maximum and current hit points increase by five for the duration.
0: Alright, good to know
2: and then, oh, Battle B! I'm gonna have Battle B. Um, which garage is near? I don't think she's gonna get near. Jerome, which where's the garage that Jerome's at? Just like behind us. Okay, I'm gonna have Battle B. Just step up a little, but stay in the same area. Okay. And that's it.
0: All right, uh, Zephyr. I think Zephyr is going to move up this way because okay. he, he's a. Uh, He's, like, over here, right? In the garage. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's basically just kind of moving up a little bit, but, and also, like, keeping... trying to conceal her line of sight to him.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So, Layla, what do you want? Isn't it obvious? Actually, not really. It's just this whole time I've been trying to figure you out, but never place a motive on you. You wouldn't be the first. Are you scared? <laughs> to be honest with you, I might have been at one point, but you now you chase down one killer. I'm intrigued, is what I am. Yeah, that'll be my turn. Uh, Halo is going to walk up behind you and snap your ne- no. Just kidding. Um, oh no! <laughs> oh my god! Curses! And sudden <laughs> but inevitable betrayal. You'd never suspect him. Uh, no, he places a hand on your back, and you feel uh, this sort of, like, protection wash over you. And as he casts it, he, he whispers, She can't kill she can't you now. At least not with that. Uh, she can't kill me now. At least not with that. He, like, subtly nods. Okay, I was uh, asking this. Okay, yeah. Speechless is just going to make an insight check on that real fast. Eleven. I'll have Halo do a do a deception. Oh, he beats her. Okay, so yeah, she doesn't uh, like hear what he's saying, uh, and that's that's his turn. Lux.
1: Oh, we're we're back to me already. Fuck. Um, <laughs> Lux, uh, Lux looks at Marcus and looks at Zephyr also looks at B and is like, B, you need to back up. Like you just need to, <laughs> to, to, to get away. She's gonna kind of move, ah, fuck, um, she to move like 25 feet and she's just gonna like ask Marcus, like, do should I do anything? Do you want, <laughs> like, nobody's doing anything. Should I, I have spells, should I cast a spell?
0: Can Marcus take a reaction? Oh, uh, that be uh, without turning around, he would just kind of wave his hand like down as if like a stand down for a second.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, that's
2: fine. Yeah.
1: Um, okay. So I will just take the dodge action, <laughs> uh, just in case. Um. Yeah, I'll just take a dodge action just and not that I think that she's gonna hit me with anything but just in case uh, yeah, so I'll just be like, okay, standing down like right. I, I, will, I won't say that but I'll just like I'll say like, okay
0: Marcus he'd probably take half his movement to go there yeah. um, she doesn't move doesn't even flinch yeah uh, trying to kind of keep her attention on him. He'd be right there trying to get on the other side of the street. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I heard, the uh, the game ended a while ago, but a friend of mine is trying to uh, begin a new game. Are you trying something similar? Yeah, she squints and, and shakes her head. I was never actually a part of that game, actually. Mm-hmm. She shame. You live in the top of the top of the guild. Yeah, she smirks. Uh, does Marcus do anything uh, action-wise? Uh, action-wise, no. Um, she would look at her, though, and say, uh, I know I'm no match for you. I have no intention of harming you. I just want to know why. So as it passes to her turn, she crosses her arms and she says you know who let me out, don't you? I don't, actually. Seems like we have a common enemy. I beg your pardon? The MLE. They let you out? She looks at Zephyr. How's supposed to kill that one. Oh. Why, Why does the MLE want him dead? She shrugs. Nah, stupid question anyways. Are you, wait, I'm an enemy, You're not, you don't need us. You want us to, what do you want from us? I think we can work together, if you can trust me. Trust will take some time, but I think professionally we can work together. Sound fair? She nods. All right. Aren't you mad at all? She looks at Lux incredibly disappointed and very upset, but I also realize that you're not the one I'm angry at. She smiles the biggest grin you've ever seen. Uh, you see like her canine teeth, which are abnormally sharp. Good. One further question, and I understand if you can't answer it, what do they have on you to make you do their bidding? 30 suspected murders quite a lot yes but you there was a trial you were in jail you're out again they have you're clearly working for something what what was lux's face when she asked if you were angry um she like gritted her teeth
1: a little bit and she i mean she's got like her face is tear stained and there were already more tears welling up in her, her face and when, or in her face and her eyes. And when she asked that, like, it just was like the slightest bit of like gripping on the neck of her violin. Mm hmm. And it all, uh, when she said she was supposed to kill Zephyr, it almost looked like she was gonna snap the bow. She has been hurt greatly, mm-hmm. and she's not having an easy time hiding it.
0: Uh, to your question, Marcus, she looks at you and she says, "They can find me wherever I go. No point running." Hmm. Told me it. I did what they asked. Maybe I could see the light one day as a free person. Uh, it's smirks this turn to smirk. A really wise smirk. Um, they didn't tell me to kill your friends. And she kind of like smirks even more. I'm sorry. She just said that they didn't tell her to kill our friends? Mm-hmm. So why did you? Why does it matter? B, do you do anything?
2: B pulls out food and starts anxiously eating. Oh okay.
0: <laughs> no! Uh, Zephyr, so, so you did it just to cause pain, huh? She shrugs. Makes the question though: Should you be mad at me, or the people who let me out? I think we can choose to be mad at whoever we want. Does Zephyr do anything else? I want to like insight check her, I guess, like. Sure. I want to see like if I can tell like if she has anything readied, you know, if she's holding an action of some sort. Sure. Sixteen. Uh, it looks like she's holding something. By that fucking hamster.
3: <laughs>
0: like holding a spell. And what exactly did uh Halo cast on me? He casted Death Ward on you. Uh, if you were subject to a spell mm-hmm. that reduces you to zero hit points. Instead you are reduced to one. Uh, it also prevents disintegration from the disintegration spell, power word kill, etc. All right. I will roll a one D two.
1: Oh my uh, God. Determining you're st- what? Stressing me out. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, when I go to it.
3: Oh. oh one. What? Yo. what where are you
1: going? She she what are you
0: doing? Down. <laughs> I just run up to her and I'm just going purely unarmed. Okay. Please hit. Twenty three hits. 23. And I'm going to use a key point to stunning strike her. My key save is 14. That's a it's gonna be a constitution saving throw. Twenty-one. Uh, so you punch her, and it impacts something in front of her, uh, almost as if there was a barrier between you and her. Uh, and she mm. just kind of, like, smirks. Uh, that was so, your first attack. I'm guessing mage armor. Uh, no, you, you hit something. Okay. Was it... So you felt like... it, like, give slightly as you punched it. So I am doing something with my attacks, though, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it again. Uh, nine e. misses. Okay. So this time she just like uh, sidesteps you a little bit. Uh, Fury of Blows. Okay. So that gives you two more. Two more. 25, 25 hits. And Sunstrike. Strike. Uh, still no physical impact on her. Balls. Uh, Balls. And yeah, you just see her like sneer. Uh, As she begins to, like, pick up, raise her hand uh, as you go to take your last strike. 24 hits? 24. Uh, This time, something breaks, uh, and you actually break through and, like, punch her in the face. You see, like, a little bit of, like, bruising where you punch her. And stunning strike. 16. Damn, she's good. Uh, And, yeah, she has... With your last oh. strike, wait, wait, wait! I have action surge. You do have action surge. Oh my god! So that'll be... So that be two more attacks. Ah, uh, 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 why? So uh, as you're like flailing, you feel like you're getting tangled up in something. As she's just raising her hand, uh, getting ready to do something. Uh, Halo looks at everyone like, what do I do? What did I do? What do yep. I do? <laughs> uh, as a reaction, what? can Marcus yell yeah. out, wait? Uh, yeah. Uh, Halo will wait. Uh, you don't have no, to we'll use see. a reaction to that. It's fine. Lux, do you oh, do anything? Yelling at, uh, yelling at Speechless, to be honest with you. Oh. Uh, well. uh, when you say wait, She looks at you, Marcus, and continues raising her hand. Before you kill him, tell him who's killing him. Uh, Lux, do you do anything?
1: I'm going to cast Polymorph on myself. Uh, I would like to turn into a dire lion.
0: (laughs) Um, A dire (laughs) lion?
1: Yeah, that's what James said.
0: What is the spell level of Polymorph?
1: It's level four.
0: So she needs to roll to be able to do this one. Uh, she adds her spellcasting ability mod as well as her proficiency bonus. As you feel your size begin to grow, uh, she holds out her other hand, and you feel your body like start to morph back and forth between polymorph and regular lux until you find yourself just like on the pavement in, like, lion position, but still in Lux form.
2: If this wasn't so stressful, this
1: would be really funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, <Broward. laughs> Stop. I hate you. Ears. Stop it. Um, Lux just kind of, like, just sits back on her knees, and um, for, for fuck's sake, as a bardic inspiration, I don't think you're within range. I think you have to be within 30 feet of me, which you're not, and I'm not moving. I probably should move. I actually, you know what? I am going to move. Um, Oh, no, you are. I'm going to go ahead and give uh, Zephyr a bardic inspiration. I only have one left. I'm going to move closer.
3: Okay.
1: I'm going to move 30 feet up. Because if she's going to kill him... I want to be there. I want to be close. I guess so I can fucking try to obliterate her afterwards.
3: Right,
1: I don't Marcus. know what Halo did, so yeah, that's my turn. I'm done. Oy, oy,
0: oy, oy. All right, Marcus, what are you doing? Marcus moving into into here, getting in the mix of things, trying to get between those two to look for dead in the eye and say, "If you're trying to work with us, this is not the way to do it. Professional uh, courtesy. Are you holding your action for anything?" I am. I'm getting ready to transform my cane back into its rifle form and then take a shot at her. On her turn, she looks at you, Marcus, giving you a weird kind of like look like, give me a second, and she will continue raising her hand. You spoke of trust, trust is earned. Whatever you're doing to him, do it to me first. She will raise her other hand,
2: Marcus, that's not a good
0: idea. She will Inside
2: check her or something. Marcus has ah. no idea what happened between you two.
0: So. Uh, she's going to reach out both of her hands <laughs> and put them on either side of your shoulders and she'll, she'll say, I think you guys will do nicely. I <gasps> a girlfriend. If everyone's fine, we'll break from initiative. Yep, we well, that. Okay. Uh, yeah. She just looks at you two and she says your friends are fine. She looks at you, Lux. Your friend's fine.
1: No. What? No, he's not. He died. I saw him die.
0: Pretty convincing, right?
1: You cast a false he's... death on them.
0: He nods. You're kidding.
1: All... Wait, did you kill all anybody? Have you ever killed anybody? You... Are any of them dead?
0: You just keep smiling Zephyr uh, so so, was like previously like in like a, his boxing pose, but now he's just like kind of like hands on his hips, like thinking about this like wait
1: so so uh uh suchan's husband you didn't you didn't he's not dead,
0: no, but I got him out of that shitty marriage. Oh.
1: okay, all about- <laughs> she's having a crisis. <laughs>
0: Marcus yeah, no. Zephyr is just absolutely hand, dumbfounded. Marcus puts his hand on her shoulder and just breathes a real heavy sigh. That—that mm-hmm. uh, that was it. It's just a really big, heavy sigh because he also thought he was about to die at that point.
1: You're not a serial killer. She takes her head. You're a—you're a serial get people out of
0: things. Per- <laughs> what the- He's a problem oh. solver. <laughs> so- Okay. Okay. But well what about what about Mox's buddy, the army fellow? Said your friends are fine.
1: He's alive. You were, and they, and they went, and the police never knew that you actually did. They know that you weren't killing people.
0: Shakes her head. It's going to be a but, rough surprise for them when they figure out they hired a murderer who doesn't actually murder, right?
1: Why did they hire you to kill him?
0: That is beyond me, but. Whatever your friend knows, it must be pretty confidential. Oh. Uh, can I get you a beer?
1: Oh, yeah, let's go. Let's take the serial killer, the serial <laughs> not
0: killer. Oh, no, I <laughs> punched never... her. Okay, I, I punched her. Let's go back to my place. I've got plenty of liquor. We need to talk about this.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah let's yeah, get
0: yeah. out of public for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We're in the middle of a, of a neighborhood. We just no, disappearing act and. Just walk near us. She winks I mean, you, you probably, are, probably already know where we live, right?
1: You already know where we live, don't
0: you? I may have followed you guys a couple of times. How do you think I found your friends? Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. You
2: creep.
0: i nice. well, we hey, surprised about that, though.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not surprised. Ugh, I'm so stressed. uh. Looks just, looks just has gone back to sitting in the middle of the street.
0: You stressed my girlfriend out. You stressed her out. Marcus has one question before we kind of go into the sure. darkness here. Mm. Um, what happened to Mr. Muffin? Oh
2: my God. I do want to know what happened to Mr. Muffin. Yeah, this is a good question.
0: Uh, as you say that, uh, you will hear a squeaking sound from the sidewalk. Speechless will look over. And, like, you'll see her eyes go wide as uh, the little hamster uh, runs across the street to her. And she kneels down, picking him up. Chief, you found me. What? You're you're crazy. And uh, she, like, uh, raises him up to her shoulder where he, he perches.
1: Did Theo know that you were killing him? Fake killing him? Yeah, he knew. Oh, what a son of a bitch! That is the
0: longest-lived hamster I have ever seen. Truly, also, don't don't call him Mister Muffin. He hates that. His name oh, is Chief. That's cute. He, mm. Awesome. He's a oh, leader amongst his type, and he like she like scratches under his chin. That's cute. Uh, I'm sure he is. That's pretty. Marcus cute. would extend his hand, and his. Pinky, really and attempt to shake Chief's hand. Uh, he will sit back on his hind legs and reach out his little hamster paw and shake your hand. Marcus is just kind of like, I'm shaking hands with a hamster. Okay. Yep. Is that ever truly the weird? Ever since I made him my familiar, everyone just assumed I killed him. Damn. That makes I guess sense. you could say that's. Uh, where I got the idea for this whole thing. How does that work, oh, by the way? What was the math magician's name again? Percy? Uh, Percy. Man, so Percy was a bitch. Actually, he was probably the nicest one I knew at that school. I'm sad now. <laughs> oh, until he basically routed you out for killing a hamster. She shrugs. Mm, okay, well, I guess that explains why you didn't go and you know, kill them. <laughs>
2: Um, I'm gonna go tell Jerome that he's okay and to not listen to me. Where, where did Theo go? What? What?
1: Looks just lays back on the pavement. I don't understand.
0: Well, originally when I did this, I had someone in autopsy get the bodies out before they were, you know, back to life. Theo's the probably back at his place now. What? So did they all make it, or...? They all made it, as in they didn't die, yeah. How did you get around the whole that? soul thing? Hmm? You their souls, like, they, they couldn't be revived because they're still alive, I get that part. But, like...
2: You can't speak with how are you?
0: How are you doing, like, their soul had to go somewhere. Well, that's the thing. If you try to resurrect someone who's still alive, it doesn't work. You, and she looks at you, Lux. I wasn't counting on you trying to speak with them. I had to stay in the room to counterspell that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay! She just doesn't know what to say. She just kind of shrugs like, what the fuck
0: <laughs> there is not enough bourbon in this world.
3: No, well, there you guys,
0: isn't. You guys thought I was pitting you up against a wizard with power word kill at level ten. I'm
3: <laughs> so
0: seven. great. Thank you. Seven. We're not level ten yet. <laughs> well.
3: Yeah, we're we're level seven. <laughs> oh yeah, you're
0: level seven. <laughs> yeah. Bad idea. Don't do that, DM. Still. Don't use power word kill until at least fifteen.
3: <laughs> I was like, we're gonna fucking die. I was like, somebody's <laughs> gonna die.
0: I was <laughs> like, I got, to got stun her until before she kills anybody. <laughs> Marcus puts his arm around her and says, "What do you? What kind of? What's your poison?" Uh, I'll take a whiskey. Good choice um and yeah i guess that's that's where we'll put a close on this for now game sucks (laughs) i'm going home
1: Uh, that was that was absolutely
2: wild i would also like to go home
0: i i felt so bad for fake killing charles and fake killing theo that you did well you should but I was like, like, it's all—it's all gonna be worth it at the end when they find out they're still alive. <laughs> that reveal was amazing. Well done, sir.
1: It, it, very well done.
0: Thank you. So she she fake kills people, and she she was fake killing our friends to to troll us. Uh, she that wanted to right. make you. She wanted to make you mad. Oh, why? Why does she wants to be mad? Uh, because. She wants you to be mad at the people who set her free uh, and know oh. that they'd be willing to do something like this.
1: Oh, we're, we're mad.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just, oh, mad. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Thanks for listening to another episode of Radio D&D. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Radio DD Pod and make sure to check out Draw Forth Arts on Instagram. They created our podcast cover art and did an absolute amazing job. If you liked what you heard, please rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening.
2: I'm Stephanie and I play Lux and you can find me on
1: Twitter or Instagram at Plain Ethereal. that's P-L-A-I-N, Ethereal.
0: I'm Ethan and you can find me at my Twitter at badger underscore d n as in the letter d join us next time on radio D.